It's the Stephanie Miller Show. The yeas are 214 and the nays are 216. The resolution is not adopted. Uh, let's use the uh, theme from Veep since uh, Morning Joe already used Curb Your Enthusiasm for <laughs> yesterday's exercise in Republican Party clown show effery. <laughs> So dumb. Okay, I have to say, I think in my life, I've never seen a day like yesterday. Our dad, our friend Brooklyn Dad Defiant uh, summed it up. What a day we just had. Trump's immunity quest denied. MAGA Mike Johnson loses four Republicans in a failed impeachment vote. Nikki Haley defeated by none of these candidates. <laughs> President Biden cruises to an easy, dominant Nevada uh, victory. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, oh, Ronald McDaniel is stepping down because... Um, <laughs> Oh, did you see that? Donald Trump probably told her to. Oh, and he's going to put an election denier guy from North yep. Carolina in. Yep. So, oh, yeah. but Matt Gates wants Kevin McCarthy. Yeah. Oh my God, that's so magical. See, did we they have makeup? Get did they have makeup sex? They must have. No, they didn't. He's not young enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, she twint said, much like his anti-vax supporters, Trump now has no immunity. That's funny. That see, is that's funny because it, it brings it's in true. all the issues. Wow! 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 I think we just did. How really, really good Nancy Pelosi was at this. She never took a vote. She knew she wasn't going right. to win. Exactly. Right? Yep. And then Who's there's the Marjorie Taylor Greene like, <laughs> whining because Al Green voted because he came back from the hospital to vote. Uh, That's his job. Democrats of hiding, hiding him, him away. Hiding him. him. Like, that was sneaky. <laughs> As if that would have made any difference. By the way, did you see that? Did you hear the booze after Mike Johnson? That he, she was leading the Howler Monkey Caucus. <laughs> She's a screech monkey. She is. She's awful. Mm-hmm. And then they had the Israel vote, which they didn't need to do. No. And then he lost that, too, yeah. because, oh, my God. Uh, but, no, Ukraine aid. How, does anyone want to take a guess on exactly how shouty Malcolm Nance will be today? Oh, the headline, Russian general admits Ukraine uh, is just a stepping stone to uh, invade Europe. Okay. I know. So I'm going is, to trigger him. What we've been saying. Uh, yeah. Oh, and also Tucker Carlson was uh-huh. over there uh-huh. interviewing Putin to uh-huh. get uh, Putin's talking points about yeah. Ukraine oh, yeah. uh, just in time for the traitors, mm-hmm. Republican Putin puppets in Congress to vote mm-hmm. against Ukraine aid. Okay. Mm-hmm. Have I summed up? I think so. Donald Trump has no immunity. He has not immunity. That broke during our show yesterday. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. Uh, just in time for Allison Gill. Yep. I mean, yeah. God loves us and wants us to have nice things. God also loves a terrier. Yes. Yes. Indeed. Well, terriers. The terriers don't like their feet touched. <laughs> the, specifically their nails. Okay. <laughs> well, you have to touch yes. their feet no to get to their nails. No cures without CBD distillery for dogs. Okay. <laughs> um... Okay. Oh, we also have an extra. It's already Man Meat Wednesday with Bob Seska and Malcolm Nance and Carlos Sells Rocky. And then what did we do? We added an extra slab of Frank the Gloozy. Yeah. Hello. Hello. A little G-Man action. Wow. We G-Spot uh-huh. Man. G-Spot Man is what I call him. Yeah. It's got a new book coming out. Uh-huh. Yes. And we, uh, obviously, the Ethan Crumbly. Uh, and, yes. And I just, yeah. I, you know, this is, I, this is just a, just this morning. This is the thing, too. They're, these lunatics are putting this on you know social media now so i guess to, so as to make the fbi and 
easier to easier to find them or easier to find them uh me and millions of other gun-loving americans are just waiting until trump gives us the green light to take to the streets and start gunning down democrats uh this guy i don't know who that guy is he's a guy but his face is there you hear his voice you can totally identify him yeah yeah Hmm. um okay so i here you know what chris i feel this may be i need to get my uh uh, my own fart machine because i know sometimes you're a little slow with the uh you know fart wop and the uh gurgle which are my favorites i think we need to put those in my box but okay so it was a good day yesterday right the uh no immunity which was expected however Uh, did you listen to a lot of the legal experts talking about, I just, you know what, it's this Supreme Court. I just, it is hard to know, that's what a lot of legal experts are saying, Mm -hmm. that they, and first of all, they're just so arrogant already, and, you know, they may just go, oh no, we're the Supreme Court, we need to, you know, put our stamp on this, and ironically, if they, they would give Trump the immunity that they're, even if they're going to rule against it, which any sane legal person would say they are they're going to rule again there is no such thing as forever presidential immunity right but but they're they're saying if i agree with chris i don't think they're going to take it i hope but i mean but but, 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 you know when you hear them talking about the whole uh you know cert or and bonk on bonk on bonk there you go Uh i don't know why (laughs) (laughs) actually i would i hear law and order when i hear on bonk Yes, they could do cert or a stay, but they're Uh saying basically if they give Trump the delay that he's asking for, that could be giving him immunity. If it's still after the election and God forbid, God forbid, he wins. They're not going to do it. I don't know. I know. Neil Katyal and others. I mean, see, that's what happens, Chris. I get my tummy settles and then someone else says something else. Uh, Oh, no. I mean, because even I'm like, Ellie Honig is... says that I know, they're not going to take that. Oh, your favorite legal blocker. Uh-huh. Fant- oh, well, let's listen then. Let's do it. <laughs> let's Ellie Honig on uh, CNN. Four, five. So biggest picture, huge win for Jack Smith. Thank Unequivocal win you. for Jack Smith. The language in this ruling is very strong. They forcefully reject Donald Trump's immunity arguments. There's really three major findings that the D.C. Court of Appeals makes here. First of all, they reject this notion of blanket immunity. They they say it is not and cannot be that a president simply can never be charged for anything that happens during his time in office. yeah, uh, Neil Katyal said, I do not think the Supreme Court will hear Trump's appeal. Of course, anything can happen, and it takes uh, four of the nine four, justices yeah. to vote to hear a case. That's what gives me the, you know. Agita. <laughs> right. It takes five, right, to grant a stay. It takes four. Just to listen to this Just to case. hear it. And even if they're going to, of course, vote, you know, no on this, if it gives him the delay, that's, that's, you might as well, I, I can't even read that part of the story, Chris. When I get down to the place where it says Trump gets an office, he can just, he can just magically, because he'll be a dictator then, and everything just goes. I know, I'm no already more, looking boom, at the real estate no more, in Mexico yeah, just no in more case. rule of law in America. Um, anyway, he said, of course, anything can happen. It takes four of the nine justices right. to vote to hear a case. Right. But Trump's argument is so weak, and the Court of Appeals decision is so thorough and well done, I can see SCOTUS voting not to hear it. They're not um, going to. They don't I, want to. I, I hope they stay out of they politics, but like they're so political. Like you're going to tell me, you know, Alito and Thomas aren't like purely political. What do you call it? They need Thomas to convince wife two is others. An insurrectionist. They need to convince two others. Yeah, um, yeah. So I don't. I, I obviously I was listening to the legal analysis until I more Ellie Honig. Second, the Court of Appeals <laughs> in D.C. says. If we're asking the question whether Donald Trump's conduct was inside his job as president or 
outside his job as president, they say he was out of bounds here. Mm -hmm. He's not covered because he was out of bounds. So even if there is some immunity for stuff that's inside right. the presidency, this was outside he's that. way out of it. And then finally, they reject this, I think ludicrous, I think we discussed mm -hmm. it at the time, argument that, well, a president can only be indicted if he has first been impeached by the House uh, and convicted by the Senate. I, no. Okay. It's just, this is, you don't even have to be a lawyer, right? Right. Uh, Trump can just go shoot somebody because he's not in office anymore, but he's still, <laughs> that's complete immunity. For I mean, well, and, and people it, were saying Nixon and Clinton obviously yes. were aware they could be charged. That's mm -hmm. why Nixon got pardoned. That's why... Uh, it, Clinton did a deal, deal to yeah. you know lose mm -hmm. his law license, and that's cited yeah. in this in this decision. Yeah. It's cited. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. One more, Ellie Honig. Was Donald Trump somehow within the scope of his job? The court writes, former President Trump's alleged efforts to remain in power despite losing the 2020 election were, if proven, an unprecedented assault on the structure of our government. Uh, he allegedly injected himself into a process in which the president has no role thereby undermining the constitutionally established procedures and the will of Congress. They say not even close, absolutely outside of the bounds here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's not part of his job. You know, he's yeah. like, oh, it's part of my job to make sure this is free and fair elect. No, you were trying to overturn results you did not like. Right. And, you know, I have to hope that if we talked about the 60 cases that he brought. They did show urgency then because yeah. obviously we needed a resolution. I, I hope there is urgency here from the courts to go. This is, we have got to. They're not going to hear it. They're okay. not going to hear All it. Right. Okay. Wow. I can't believe Chris is, Chris is soothing me. Could you tell me I'm beautiful, please? Pet my pet oh. my new, pet my new extensions. Pet my extensions. I'm not going to pet your extensions. Pet my extensions and tell me I'm beautiful. Yeah, but you can't feel them then. We have to pet your actual hair. Right. <laughs> They're not sewed into my actual head like surgery. <laughs> What are they sewn into then? I, it's sewn into say. your. They're sewn in like into your hair. Yeah. So, so go check it out. See what's going. What's up? They back sew there. it kind of into your hair. It's yeah. not good for your hair. So like after a. It's better than the tape in. After what? a month, when your hair grows like a quarter inch. Eight weeks. They last eight weeks, and, and they then have they to tighten to, them. And then again. I need to be resewn. I need to go to a seamstress and be resewn. That's a lot. Yes. Okay. Uh, Jen Rubin summing up, on this day, Republicans cannot get the votes for a bogus impeachment. Senate Republicans sink their own border security measure, mm -hmm. and Trump gets slapped down by the uh, D.C. Circuit. This is the MAGA GOP. Um, I just, I, is it me that I can't imagine one person voting for this whole hot mess? I can't the imagine situation. either, but people will. <laughs> Can we start just referring to, like, does Nikki Haley have to be referred to as less than lost in, lost to none of the above? Even I didn't lose to none of the above in the junior Miss pageant. Even I, even I shook out a fourth runner-up. Granted, she didn't spend a dime in in Nevada. True. It didn't spend a single dime. And she so, did not. But these are bad headlines for yeah, her. It's terrible. Yeah. Anyway, think? yeah. Well, and, and the point is, is that the caucus matters in Nevada and not the primary. Yeah. So what was the point of her bothering? And by the way, Ronald McDaniel, who should be in jail for, you know aiding and abetting the insurrection and the vote fraud mm -hmm. and the, the whole fake elector scheme mm -hmm. is not MAGA enough now. Right. Now we got a pure election denier that runs the North Carolina GOP. Yeah. I mean, I, this is what a Trump two would be like, right? All gerbils, just everybody's gerbils. <laughs> There's nobody's. It's too bad they're not gerbils because they're cute. I didn't mean to giggle when I said that. I'm just, I'm <laughs> gerbils a lot is of... definitely not cute. No, gerbils not cute. Gerbils yeah. on the other hand are adorable. Are cute. Yes. yes. My dad uh, uh, interrogated Goebbels. Wow. Famously. Oh. I told in you. the original German? <laughs> no, my dad didn't speak German. Oh. There were translators at Nuremberg. Okay, listen, Chris. 
Did one of our friends call <laughs> Goebbels my dad's poker buddy? I'm yeah. like, he played uh, poker. Uh, <laughs> he interrogated him. Uh, that was Jim Ward that called your dad that. <laughs> your dad and Goebbels oh, playing Jim. poker uh-huh. at Nuremberg. You, your dad's poker buddy. You scamp. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, uh, the happy hour with my best friend, Dr. Wanda. Uh, wildly popular. Mm-hmm. Thank you for all the feedback. Because I'm telling you, this is Bambi is also a... Uh, psychologist and she tweeted tonight i recall the personal impact of four years of trump first there was the terror realizing he won second as a therapist knowing the horrifying repercussions third i was hyper vigilant never able to fully relax always waiting for the irrevo- uh, irrevocable uh, i can't do another four years you thank you baby i'm with you that's why we're going to have to do dr wanda as a regular zoom segment from uh, australia because this is just this year is going to be terrifying enough mm-hmm. with even the possibility Right, of it, just the endless possibilities. So we wait till what now, Monday, to find out. He's got till Monday to, to file. I think he already did search. file his. I think he yes. filed the appeal. Oh, search with Retson. Of course, search with Retson. Uh huh. <laughs> How old are we? That's old. <laughs> oh my Cling. God, we're all like, we've all become like armchair lawyers. We're like, what is that? What's on bonk? What's a cert? What's happening? I know what on bonk is. I know what cert is. Certs is a There's breath mint with Retson. There's two, two, two mints <laughs> okay. in one. And then one. you click oh, them together and they go sparkly. Uh-huh. You're going to have fascism now with Retson. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, there is already, of course, a statement from the bassinet. Oh, it's got a big uh, oh, Trump yeah. thing. So you know it's... The presidential immunity, the president silly will lose its power and prestige. No. And other some leaders have no power at all. The presidency will be consumed by the other branches of government. That's not what our founders wanted. Wow. Super drama found- kingy this morning. Our founders also didn't oh, want cons- the president to break the law. Thank you. Yeah, they didn't envision us putting yeah. a giant crook in the right. Oval Office. Convicted felon. Um. Oh, by the way, uh, that's like... I think he's referring to like the movie The Blob. Remember that? I think my the presidency will be consumed by the other branches of government. By or wow. by oh the attack of the killer tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, or the Blob. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, we're under a little stress because it's been raining since the beginning of time. Here it's not now. raining this morning. It though. is not. It's it was nice to you. We got a little break. Oh, that's going to start. We have one more rainstorm coming today, uh, tonight, tonight, whenever. Well, when yeah, we're we'll asleep. Be asleep. <laughs> we're, we're like five or six o'clock. Oh, that's yeah. We're we'll asleep be in bed. By then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Um, this was my favorite tweet yesterday. This rainstorm wouldn't be stuck over LA if it had listened to me and taken the 105 to the 605 and avoided the 110. Well, duh. <laughs> You can't what take, are you doing? You you're taking. No, a, you can take the one of to the six. Yeah, it yeah. goes up there. You're uh-huh. taking the one ten. You're gonna be here for days. It's the Californians. See, see, native. What are you doing? What are you doing? Now, if you were born here when I was, Don't we didn't the use the numbers. There, there's the bottleneck into oh, the one hundred one. We didn't use the numbers. It got stuck. The storm got stuck in the bottleneck from the one hundred one to the, the one ten. And that's you mean the Ventura yeah. Freeway or the Hollywood Freeway or the San Diego Freeway or the Golden State Freeway or. <laughs> Pomona Freeway. I remember Pomona when I first freeway. moved here, and it just <laughs> or the it, Santa Monica it, it, Freeway. It didn't say what direction. First of all, you had your like Thomas Guide covering oh, yeah. your entire wind, windshield. So oh, getting on the freeway here is awful. So you couldn't drive, and then it would just tell you uh, this to Norwalk, and you're like, "Where's Norwalk? Where the- <laughs> is Norwalk? Is that north or south? How would I know? It didn't have north it's or south. Norwalk it just is one had, of the gateways. That's what happened to the storm. The storm's like I don't know which. It's not labeled which way's east, west, north, south. It just says. 
I just well, well you take fo- the San Diego freeway to the Ventura free- right. freeway to get into the well, valley. It, it took the San Diego freeway, but the San Diego freeway goes nowhere near San Diego. Exactly. Go figure. It turns I into speak the for all of state. us when I say to the storm, <laughs> "Where are you, dude?" <laughs> Can't take my eyes off. Stephanie Miller. This enchanting vision. The moment I saw her, I felt as if I'd met her before. This is a story. Stephanie Miller. Nasty dog. Yeah. Yeah. I, I decided to go with the uh, Shadow for Delicious um, Donnie Dahlhan's uh, off the cuff tour in honor of. Uh, uh, Frank Luguzzi being on today and uh, the uh, rulings against Trump. I did want, want to wear my stand with Ukraine shirt because Malcolm Nance is coming up. It's it's hard. It's, you know, girls' wardrobe choices. <laughs> oh, also the Stephanie Miller show regrets the error. Right. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. My brain is waterlogged from the rain here in L.A. Uh, my father, who was an assistant Nuremberg prosecutor, uh, in, um, interrogated Gehring, not right. Goebbels. Right. Goebbels committed suicide in the bunker in Berlin. Yeah. Right. Yes. Stephanie Miller regrets the Nazi-related error. <laughs> well, they, their names both begin with G. Girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they and they both sound girl. <laughs> Neither of them was my father's poker pal, <laughs> as Jim Ward once said. <laughs> okay. Uh, speaking of hunky man meatses, Bob Seska. Lots and lots to talk about. Lots of Shadowport deliciousness. See? Coming up on the Stephanie Miller Show. lady from Georgia has been given this worthless trinket of a consolation prize, the opportunity to bring a slapstick impeachment drive against a cabinet member of unimpeachable integrity who has obviously committed no treason, no bribery, no high crimes, no misdemeanors, nothing indictable or even indictable. (laughs) (laughs) Oh snap, oh snap, Jamie. (laughs) Jamie Raskin. Uh, Chris, who yes. said uh, they hid one of their members, waiting till the last minute, watching to see our votes, trying to throw us off on the numbers that we had versus the numbers they had. <laughs> Wilma Flaghoople. No, that was uh, Marjorie Taylor Green whining. We didn't hide Al Green. No, he was in the hospital. hospital. He showed up to vote. Scrubs. That's his he was in the hospital with the horse. Right. Yes, yes there is a horse in the hospital. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, look who's here. What? Speaking of dreamy, hunky men, why? Bob Seska joins us now. We interrupt this program to bring you a special broadcast. You're cute and I love you, Bob Seska. Where you coming from? Bob is calling us from Washington. You Seska thing. Go ahead. Washington, D.C. Oh, hi. Hi. Hi, Bob Seska. Hi. Good morning, Stephanie. Hi. I, suffice to say, it, the idea of math completely flummoxed Marjorie Taylor Greene. In fact, not just any math, adding one to something else right. has completely oh my God. stymied her. Like, what? oh my God, how did we, uh, What? what's going on here? What They, they added someone? There's an extra number that... Uh. 
I mean, Bob, you it's and I have been talking about politics a long time. I don't think I've ever seen a day yet, like yesterday that this party, yeah. it's not just, oh, my God. I don't even Feels know where good, you, right? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, Ron McDaniel steps down. Nikki Haley loses to, uh, hang on one second. Oh, right. Uh, Charlotte Clymer said voters in Nevada GOP primary were presented with three choices. Nikki Haley, Mike Pence, and none of these candidates. And, of course, none of these candidates won. Right. They voted for Mike Pence right. to be hung. He won that primary. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And to be clear about Ronna McDaniel, she's the latest scapegoat for Donald Trump. Yes. Because yes. this is all, everything that's going haywire with the Republican Party. And Rachel Maddow did a, a great A block the other night yes. detailing all the things that are going sideways and janky with the Republicans. Yeah. This is all because of Donald Trump. It has nothing really to do with Ronna McDaniel other than the fact that she's been enabling him yeah. and dancing around him like everyone else does. And finally, she, just like Rudy Giuliani before her or Steve Bannon or any of these guys, Scaramucci and all the rest of them gets burned as soon as she gets too close to Donald Trump. Eventually, all the people near Donald Trump will be steamrolled by Donald Trump, by this nine foot tall, giant baby crushing, you know, cities and buildings. And yeah, and Speaker Johnson skedaddles without even talking to reporters because it's like it is hard to it's hard to be the worst speaker ever but oh my god he can't he Mm -hmm. didn't even need to do the israel vote and Mm -hmm. they lost that too yeah and i I mean it just what a day yesterday yeah and there's a there's a big lesson in what mike johnson has uh accomplished or not accomplished yesterday and this goes back to when nancy pelosi was speaker of the house yeah and and while the Nancy Pelosi House of Representatives passed a lot of amazing progressive legislation uh, prior to the the changeover in leadership, the fact of the matter is that some of the things that we wanted to be introduced before Congress wasn't mainly because there weren't the votes. Right. Yeah. And we see what it looks like when a vote is brought to the floor right. and fails miserably. And Speaker that Johnson, that's embarrassing. That's humiliating. He says he's going to do it again. He says he's going to yeah. do it yeah. again. He's going to bring it up for again. He's going to lose again. It's just they, the course, whole party is doing it. An exploding yeah. comedy cigar. I mean, mm-hmm. and by the way, this, exactly. this Trump statement, Bob. I know we normally I wallow in the Shadowfoy deliciousness, <laughs> right? But I'm just I'm a little I'm a le- little part that and a little rumbly tumbly. But he. His statement, if immunity is not granted to a president, every future president who leaves office will be immediately indicted by the opposing party. Well, as a lot of people said, first of all, that's a threat. Right. (laughs) It is a threat. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's exactly what that is. Yeah, that's Donald Trump saying that if I become president, I'm going to prosecute everybody. doesn't matter if there's evidence or any cause whatsoever to do it. I'm just going to do it because I am your retribution. That's his role. And he's forecasting that. He's saying it. He's not really talking about future history of what's going to happen the back and forth yeah because granted without donald trump the republican party still was all about revenge just doing things petty revenge just because the other guys did it yeah and so that's what the entire party is geared around now that the party is being replaced by this one guy as rachel was saying the other night He's controlling all of these yeah. levers, and, and it's using... the Democratic Party and a guy, right. that right. guy, right? right. Exactly. Yeah, and all the levers of power are now geared toward elevating Donald Trump and maintaining his power, which he will hopefully be denied from this fall. Right? Oh my God, I can't wa- wait to watch the panic. If in fact, you know, a lot of legal experts are right, the Supreme Court doesn't hear this, and bam, you know, yeah. you've yeah. got a convicted felon now. Yep. <laughs> You know, yeah, and, all and the polling the, shows is going to go down in flames. And this is mm-hmm. what you this is exactly what they deserve. And the thing I keep thinking about, Stephanie, is during his first loser one term that that he served, 
I wonder if he was going around the White House assuming that he had presidential immunity and yeah. committing all kinds of crimes that maybe we don't even <laughs> right. know about. Right. We've got no hint about because he was just doing them. And, you know, his people would come up to him and go, sir, you know, do a sir story. Sir. Tears, sir, in, tears in my that, eyes. That's, Hi. Sir, that's against the law. And he goes, no, presidential immunity. It's like uh, David Rose in that episode of S Creek. Where he yeah. assumes everything is a tax write-off. <laughs> yeah, uh, you shouldn't be buying not... that, David. No, don't worry about it. It's a, it's a write-off. <laughs> and that's true. By the no, way, don't worry you, about it. You can Immunity. confirm, uh, Bob, that you and I have never had a conversation that didn't start with me calling you sir with tears in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> sir, <laughs> sir, could I have that fart, fart sound effect you used? For... Okay. <laughs> um, Which yeah. is always an indication that tr Donald Trump is making something up. Whenever he starts a story sir. by saying sir and doing that voice <laughs> mocking his generals or whatever... That's a that's a made up story. I mean, yeah, I none you, of it's true. right. You uh, you added to my rumbly tumbly yesterday. You say on day one of his dictatorship, Trump will reinstate Schedule F, an executive order he initially signed in October 2020, removing civil service protections, making it possible for him to replace career government employees with loyalists who are being recruited as we speak. Um, yeah. And you said, how can Trump stay in office beyond four years in violation of 22nd Amendment? Project 2025 is interviewing Trump loyalists for 50,000 federal jobs, including law enforcement. DOJ will be put under direct control of the president. Uh, who's going to remove him? I mean, mm -hmm. that's the, one of yeah. the reasons, Bob, I hope people are right that the Supreme Court won't take this, because there's no use for a Supreme Court, as Glenn Kirshner says to us, if, if, if he's granted total immunity, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if there's no law enforcement mechanism within the federal government that's willing to, say, for example, drag him out of the White House after his would-be next term would expire, uh, then he can stay in indefinitely. It doesn't matter. It's not like John Roberts is going to go knocking on the door of the White House and say, hey, listen, it's time to go and drag Donald Trump out by the scruff. That's not going to happen. So what Donald Trump wants to do, and this sounds super conspiratorial this sounds like partisan hyperbole i i i grant you that but the fact of the matter is that project 2025 is real yeah. donald trump really did uh sign an executive order in october of we can't be called creating... conspiracy theorists because they wrote it down right. <laughs> right 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 well he created this schedule f which means he could fire any uh mm -hmm. government employee at will doesn't matter what the cause was anything like that and replace those people with uh, obviously loyalists yeah. and project 2025 is a real thing established by the heritage foundation to establish permanent republican control of this nation and it just so happens that donald trump is the one on deck to take over that control and he is going to use and abuse that to the fullest extent yeah. Fifty thousand federal workers are going to be replaced by donald trump loyalists and that includes drawing uh, not only uh, any, you know, disloyalists out of the Department of Justice and yeah. replacing them with loyalists, but also bringing the Department of Justice under the direct control mm -hmm. of the White House, which means so, Donald Trump will have unlimited power to do whatever the hell he wants and stay for as long as he wants. Yeah. This is 1000 percent real. Yeah. Well, I assume you uh, finishing taping your show is what brought on this fantastic <laughs> ruling on immunity. <laughs> But, yeah, uh, no. <laughs> and actually, the, the universe was on our side it yesterday because yeah. it happened right before our oh, show right. for a wow. change. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah, something has, has happened. Uh, I'm doing something right. I'm well, putting out good vibes, so getting them in return. Yeah. Where are you on this? You probably heard us talking that, of course, this is great news, and a lot of people think the Supreme Court is not going to take it. But, of course, I just think the Supreme Court's so political. And there is at least yeah. four uh, political hacks on there that you think they could give him exactly what he wants, which is enough delay till after the, the election. Right. What, how are which you feeling? Is, mm -hmm. how, yeah, how are you feeling about it? What do you think? 
Well, yeah, I mean, I think Donald Trump, as far as the immunity decision, Donald Trump still got a little bit of what he wanted, which was a delay in one of these trials in the uh, D.C. January 6th trial. And so good job. But you know what? It's now going to continue as though nothing ever happened, because that was part of the uh, immunity ruling for the D.C. Circuit yesterday, that the the trial should proceed afoot or apace and, and, and not be delayed any further. So that's obviously good news. The thing I'm curious about, though, to see will... Uh, occur uh, uh, tomorrow in the Supreme Court when they hear oral arguments on this 14th Amendment Section 3 issue. And what I'm predicting here on that is I think the conservatives on the court will say that there's no established definition of what insurrection is. They're going to say, well, does this rise to the level of Jefferson Davis and the Confederacy seceding from the Union and declaring war against the United States? I don't know. I don't think so. It was just the thing that happened for a yeah. few hours in the afternoon. And I think that's where that's their, where they're going to try to weasel their way in to disrupt this uh, removal from the ballot. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not feeling particularly confident in how that's going to go. Yeah, but, well, uh, yeah. Uh, it's going to be a very rumbly, tumbly week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, one of the things you and I love to talk about is when Trump uh, stumbles and then he tries to make it seem like he meant to do that. <laughs> Like oh, yeah, you always say, Pee Wee Herman. Right. I don't have yeah. to do that. When he wipes out on his bike, right? Because he's, he said supply. Magnified fortune, et cetera. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. When he said yesterday, uh, oh, supply change. It's a new term we came up with. He meant supply chain. Chained. But anyway, yeah. here, just take a listen. Yeah, 16. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Which one is it, uh, Trump? 15? Uh, 16 is the one with yes. that. Yes, indeed. What happens if he gets back in for four more years? I think the country's finished. I don't in what regard? Uh, I think it's not going to be able to function. I think it's, look at even things like supply chains, things we never even heard about. You never heard that term. Everything worked under me. It all no. worked. Okay, first of all, no. Nine, nine, oh, I speak fascist. Nine, nine, nine. Uh, secondly, <laughs> yeah, nine, know, nine, 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 nine. There it is. First of all, we never heard of it because you just made it up right now. It's supply chains, you moron. Anyway, uh, you said from the great American memory hole, Donald Trump's 2019 pre-COVID manufacturing recession, you know, by the alleged businessman president who builds things. Meanwhile, thanks to President Biden, new factory construction has tripled since Trump left office. I mean, and in the also, as Jody just was, I think, implying in the COVID memory hole. Thank no, you. supply chains did not work during you. We were wiping our ass with coffee filters <laughs> because, yes, of, you, yes, because yes. of your a disastrous. I mean, oh, my God, he will go down in history is the worst response to a pandemic ever. I mean, yeah, yes. I but mean, what do you mean the supply chains all work great under you? We were here. Yeah, you could see all of the boats stacked up right. offshore in here in Long Los Beach. Angeles yeah. until Biden got in, yeah. and then things got moving again. Yeah. Well, yep. I, yep. Yep. I, I mean, I mean those, it was yeah. visible right yeah. off the coast yeah. here. We couldn't, get, we couldn't get anything. Paper <laughs> towels. What? Toilet paper. Toilet Kleenex. paper. Yeah. Food. Yeah. Remember people hoarding? <laughs> there was a Curb Your Enthusiasm uh-huh. scene uh-huh. about you know someone that was a hoarder. They're like, oh, yeah, you were hoarding during COVID. Yeah. I love that. But this is one of those things where I feel like I'm taking crazy pills because, right. you know, it used to be, you know, remember when Howard Dean went, yar, yeah. and oh. everyone said, oh, well, that's done. Oh, he's, he's done. done. That's yeah. it for him. Donald Trump presided over the deaths of 400,000 Americans during his final year in office. Yeah. Exactly 400,000. I think yeah. the 400,000th occurred right around Joe Biden's inauguration. Yeah. And, and that is an atrocity because mainly you can point to Donald Trump's incompetence, his lack of response to COVID, 
as directly contributing to all those deaths. And we just sort of go, yeah, yeah, we move along and we forget about it, and including the fact that there was a massive recession. There was massive job loss. Yeah. yeah inflation during during COVID, during 2020 was super duper low, but did it really matter? Because you didn't have a job, for God's sake. Yeah. And as you said, we were wiping our butts with coffee filters mm-hmm. and, and hoarding paper towels, or at least trying to. Yeah. This was Donald Trump's America, and he's revising it. 2.9 million jobs lost I in mean, his I, four Aaron years. I, I, I guess this is what we have to do, Bob. Don't get happy and right. just keep, like, all, all you can do is keep telling the story. Aaron Rupar yeah. said, reminder, when Trump left office in January 2021, Biden inherited a 6.3% unemployment rate. It's now 3.7. 80,000 Americans died that month from COVID. The country is indisputably in better shape yeah. now. So you're oh, absolutely yeah. right about we cannot let the memory hole, the whole disastrous Trump presidency, before we even get to all his criminal convictions, Right. Right, right. Wage growth is exceeding the rate of inflation right now. I mean, we've got a, a record job creation streak that we haven't seen since yeah. the middle 1960s, for God's sake. Yeah. We are producing more oil than any nation has in the history of the world yeah. right now. Yeah. Th- these are all things that are getting lost. Trump in the lost mix, 22 I'm... million jobs. Mm-hmm. That's it yeah. doubles what Herbert Hoover lost. It's like, right. Oh my we need God. to we need to be the messengers on the economy right now because we got to get the word out. Because this is going to be the thing that's going to decide, I think, this uh, coming up election. And uh, we all just need to be tweeting about this, screaming about this wherever yeah. we can. The numbers are there. The math is there. The legacy, the records, Thank the you. record for the Biden administration. It's all there. And we need to uh, make sure we get the word out Absolutely. and re- retweet, I, share, yeah, like retweet everything. Ron yeah. Klain, uh, who said it best. Yeah. I know Chris accuses me sometimes of being too happy clappy about Biden, but I'm like, I legitimately love him. I think he is the best president, yeah. I think, possibly in my lifetime. I think he is an unbelievably decent man. And Ron Klain said yes. the president has delivered the largest economic recovery since Roosevelt, the largest infrastructure plan since Eisenhower, the most judges confirmed since Kennedy, the second largest health care bill since Johnson, the largest climate change bill in history. Put simply, when you consider the jo- the uh, doing the job as president, getting things done, President Biden has uh, had the best first term of any president in modern history. I mean, mm-hmm. I, yeah, yeah. I, that's why I feel like I'm taking crazy pills when I see some. I get some of these polls, oh, right? Yeah. I mean, just imagine the bipartisan legislation that Joe Biden has gotten done, including this thing with the border that the, that Donald Trump is trying to kill with razor thin <laughs> majorities. I mean, yeah. yeah. The- the, the bipartisan infrastructure bill has been a huge boom for yeah. factory construction, for example. There's three times as much factory construction going on right now than when Donald Trump was president. Everything that Trump a, promised that didn't hit, he didn't get done, Biden has gotten right. done. All right, we're And this is long. in the most divisive political time of our lives. Thank you. And Joe Biden's still doing uh, yep. amazing things. Yes. Legislative D- in spite of yeah. that yesterday, whatever that was right. with the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme. All right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The Bob Seska Show, Essential for America and Democracy. Sexyliberal.com. We love you, Bob. Love you, Stephanie. Bye-bye. 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 Bye, Joey. Okay. Stephanie Miller. Get lots of sleep. Tomorrow, we will all be risking our lives for freedom. Stephanie Miller. Thank you.
Frank, Frank uh, Filguzzi coming up. He, he has some thoughts on Tucker Carlson. He has some uh, thoughts on a lot Putin's of things. Putin's talking points on uh, Russia, uh-huh. uh, on our Ukraine. Pardon mm-hmm. me. Uh, Nick tweets, if there's one person that our laws don't apply to, then we are all at that person's mercy. That is not fair or right. I think this is why even non-lawyers, us mm-hmm. late people, can yep. understand this ruling. Citizen Trump gets no immunity for any crimes committed in America. That is the only right call. We are, we're not above the law. Oh. Uh, that's what that means. No one's above the law. That's right. Um, Neil, Neil Katyal said, even though it was a terrible legal argument, absolute immunity was Trump's last best hope. He has always been terrified of a criminal trial and of all of those procedural moves uh, have been about forestalling it. Now the ground shifts with a trial looking very likely. <sighs> Oh, that was a little thrill up my leg. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I was saying, I, we were talking to Bob Seska about that it just, this is, I don't know what we do with our judicial system, but we've got to, like, uh, Trump-proof it somehow. Yes. That you can't just make some ridiculous argument that presumably could delay enough to mm-hmm. d- to have you escape justice. Yep. You can't just go, well, what if I'm a, a spider sense and I'm also Aquaman, so the laws of gravity don't apply to me. What about that? I and can then, breathe underwater. <laughs> right? Oh, and oh. then they, obviously the courts like, or no, no. Says no all the no. way up to the Supreme Court, but it's just this delay is... Well, hopefully the certs with Retson will we'll hurry you. it along. Thank you. We need <laughs> some... <laughs> and if not, and bonk. Okay, 58... <laughs> Huh? 50. On. <laughs> on bonk. There you go. <laughs> Is that adjacent to ennui? No. No. Okay. 58 minutes after the hour, we have uh, Malcolm Nance, we have Frank Luduzzi, we have Carlos Souls, Rocky, all coming up. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm a right song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Because I've still got a lot of fight left in me. Look, I understand the former president is desperately trying to stop this bill because it's not, he's not interested in solving the border problem. He wants a political issue to run against me. I've all but said that across the board. No one really denies that, that I'm aware of. The American people want a solution that puts an end to the empty political rhetoric, which has failed to do anything for so long. We have to get the resources to the border to get the job done. So Republicans have to decide, who do they serve? Donald Trump or the American yes. people? Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. I'm sorry. Oh, that was an easy pop quiz. That was. Okay. The president went on to say, good for him for seizing this issue yes, and putting absolutely. it. Yes, Just months ago, that Republicans were asking for this exact bill to deal with the border. Thank you. To provide support for Ukraine and Israel. And now, and now it's here. And they're saying, never mind. Never mind. Folks, we've got to move past this toxic politics. It's time to stop playing games with the world waiting and watching. And by the way, the world is waiting. The world is watching. They are waiting and watching what we're going to do. Yeah, I'm sure Malcolm Nance will have no thoughts on right. this. Russian, <laughs> no. Russian missiles attack. A little attacked. shouty. You want to tune in for that. <laughs> Russian missiles attack Kiev this morning. Again, another residential building is hit. This yep. is what uh, uh, they spend their budget on, striking civilians. Ukraine needs help. Joining efforts of Democrats is the only way to stop the criminals. Um, yeah, yeah, and Philip uh, Itner is going to be on with us again. On Friday. On Friday, Friday from uh, Ukraine, because it just... 
it literally is so on brand now for Tucker Carlson to be over in Moscow doing Putin's talking points yep. on Ukraine while this traitorous pack of sorry I, treason weasels is voting against voice. aid for yeah, Ukraine. Okay, one more, the president. <laughs> We can't continue to let petty partisan politics get in the way of our responsibility. We're a great nation. It's not acting like a great nation. So I'm calling on Congress to pass this bill. Get it to my desk immediately. But if the bill fails, I want to be absolutely clear about something. The American people are going to know why it failed. Mm -hmm. I'll be taking this issue to the country. And the voters are going to know that it's not just a moment. Just at the moment, we're going to secure the border and fund these other programs. Trump and the MAGA Republicans said no, because mm-hmm. yeah. they're afraid of Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> afraid of Donald Trump. <laughs> Every day between now and November, the American people are going to know that the only reason the border is not secure is Donald Trump. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Dark Brandon. Um, this is actually, Jody, a, a pack of pickled peppers of petty partisan politics. It's very good alliteration. Not, if you want personal, <laughs> if you want my personal particular opinion. Okay. Um, this Pooey. is the uh, president of the Border Patrol, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, here we go. Brandon We're Judd. not going to get much better immediately, so I'm going to take those incremental steps. Yep. If this were going to tie Donald Trump's hands, I would be opposed to it I- immediately. It doesn't. It doesn't tr- tie any good administration's hands. So why it do you tr- think he's it against ties, it? It's a, I, I, I have no idea. I haven't spoken with him about it. If he if he has specific issues, let him air those issues. I will give the positive points in this bill. There are negative points. But if we don't even let this bill come to light, if this bill doesn't even go to the floor, we don't even get amendments. And that's what everybody's talking about. Everybody's talking about killing it before you're able to even offer amendments. That's wrong. Um, I love that when they're not on their side, like Tom Emmer, the Republican from uh, Minnesota, mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, well, he's entitled to his opinion. I, really? It's his job. Right. <laughs> yeah. The border. It's not, now that's just a, oh, that's like some crazy opinion. Whatever the head of the Border Patrol Union. Guy. Right. Whatever. Right. It was that, yeah, 12. Here we go. This so-called uh, no, uh, 12, Senate deal. 12, oh, okay. Yes. Tom Emmer, Republican in Minnesota, on Fox again. I respect the Border Patrol. Our job is to uh, support them. They can have their opinion, mm. but this is what we got elected for, and we need to hold the administration accountable. It's time right. to end this invasion at the southern border, Steve. It's not right. an invasion, and the Border Patrol is telling you how. Pass this bill. Right. I mean, it's so insane, right? That they're just, you know, oh, we're going to give them what they need for their job. They need this. They just, they just told you he needs this. They're like, oh well, that's just another opinion. Oh well. And I think Mike Johnson accused him because there's a pay increase. Yeah. Yeah. That that's the only reason he wanted right. it was because it would be a pay increase for border patrol yeah. Yeah. Uh, agents. How crazy did Mike Johnson go with his porn? Li- his son had to be busy last night. Totally checking busy. his porn consumption. Yeah. Someone tweeted. Um, he had a tough day. Uh, someone tweeted Mike Johnson got railroaded so hard that his son got a notification on his phone. <laughs> Hi, Marie in Atlanta. <laughs> Hello. I snorted. Hello, Marie. Uh-huh. I didn't mean to snort on you. Hello. Thanks for taking my call. Um, (laughs) Regarding yesterday's wonderfully written decision, I mean, it was written incredibly tightly. The immunity Um, decision, yes. I, yeah, he he did immunity, really? Yes, yes. (laughs) Um, But here's the thing. In terms of the Supreme Court, they could take, and here's a strategy, they could grant cert, 
And then with with Retson or not with, with without Retson? without Retson. Without, <laughs> Sorry, we we have without to bring Retson. immaturity. No it's okay. it's the stress of what's going to happen. Right. <laughs> Makes us so immature. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> they could grant cert, and then remember that the recently announced ethics rules don't require a justice who recuses to give a reason. So any one of the nine could recuse, mm -hmm. which could potentially force a split decision. The split decision therefore results in the DC Circuit Court's ruling standing. Right. The only thing, sorry, rumbly tumbly, mm -hmm. the only thing is timing. Is if where? it gives him a delay. Oh, yes, know, yes, that's what on. I mean. They could accomplish immunity that way. <laughs> Right? By yeah. by giving him enough delay. Yeah. yeah. Without actually ruling. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Sorry, that's Clyde going. I I, it's weird how Clyde always reacts to Marie's uh, legal points. Uh -huh. he's the ones concerned. that he's just, yeah, I'm over here like this, and he's like. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Marie, for that rumbly tum. The, the, this morning's rumbly tumbly brought to you by Marie in Atlanta. Okay, uh, Fred tweets, uh, today's perfect picture of the Republican Party is that without Trump on the ballot, Nikki Haley lost to none of these candidates. Yep. Stop thinking it isn't Trump's party to drive off a cliff. They are all in. They are going down with the orange Titanic. Don't forget to leave the heart of the ocean. Mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> Trump's going to grab the heart of the ocean and sell it so he can yeah, of course, fund, of his, course. His, yeah. uh, to fund his legal fee. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, Republicans Matt Gates and Elise Stefanik have introduced a bill that says Trump is not an insurrectionist because that was the party's final command. Wow. Uh, what a waste of government resources. In a follow-up uh, rant, Marjorie Taylor Greene declared that anyone who called Trump an insurrectionist is something. Uh -huh, I know. I was she just, just is awful. Pipe bomber. <coughs> Pardon me. <coughs> I have something in my <coughs> pipe bomber in my throat. <coughs> pipe bomber. Uh, Michael in. You okay? <coughs> pipe bomber. I'm fine now. COVID, COVID. Michael in Oakland. Hi, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Can someone have Elise Stefanik on and use the picture of her laying behind a barricade on January 6th? Ugh, oh, sorry, Michael. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, God bless you. I hope you're doing okay. Thank there. you. Yeah. <laughs> Pipe bomber. Uh, but, by the way, uh, after I called in yesterday after the great uh, victory for us, so to speak, at the circuit, yes. I had a very nice victory in court. Oh, oh good. So, oh, congratulations. Good day in court. Yes. Yes. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah, the Stephanie Miller show is your rabbit's foot. Yes. <laughs> yes, I may be a boner, but I'm a pro. Yeah, there you anyway, go. Uh, the <laughs> somebody's got to have a rim shot sound effect. Anyway, that the last caller from uh, Atlanta, she's really smart and mm -hmm. she's 100 percent right. They wrote this decision the way the, the D.C. Circuit wrote this decision the way basically they granted every wish that you know people like us had the only yeah. thing that they didn't do was do it a little quicker otherwise they granted every one of our wishes and they they've given a signal they they've given the supreme court a way to just say listen uh, you want cert but there's no issue here there right. is there really is no issue right and the only micro issue is whether or not at some point it could be conceivable that he was acting within his official duties in some way but i think what they might say if they even take the case which is the the consensus among legal scholars is that they're not going to grant cert it's close but they feel that they won't grant cert but even <laughs> if they did what they would, i think their ruling has to be that there's no trial record 
There's no right. actual evidence we, that he so, was acting within the scope of his presidency. I'm so, sorry, Michael, will we know Monday? Trump has until Monday, mm-hmm. and then how quickly do they say which way they're going? Well, they can manage it, and he can. He will undoubtedly apply for them to uh, file a petition for cert. They then can sort of set up their own schedule. There's no hard and fast rule. They will probably ask for a response from the government. The government, I'm sure, has it ready to go already because they basically... Jack Smith will be like, here it is. I got it. Right <laughs> here it is. I already had it right here. Go file 20 minutes They won't later. even have it out pretty, of their... Yeah. Does the government have a response? Here it is. <laughs> they won't even get it out of their mouth. Yeah, pretty pretty much. It'll, it'll, take them, it, it'll take as long as it takes them to hit send on their, on their e-filing right. system. And, right. and, and I'm sure that's undoubtedly true. And okay. then they're, they may ball it over for, I don't know how long, not terribly long, um, and, it, you know, then they can, they, there's no hard and fast rule of how they schedule this, but the signal will be from the, from the Supreme Court, if they sort of, there's a stay that Trump is going to request, and a stay on the trial and a stay on the proceedings, if they grant that, that takes five justices to grant, four to grant cert, right. five to grant the stay. If they grant, excuse me, to stay, then we're in a limbo for a while. I personally don't think, I'm hardly a scholar, but I and many scholars uh, don't think that they will grant the stay. There just isn't, the the issue itself is a large issue, Mm -hmm. but it's not one about which there's any genuine controversy. Right, okay. There's really not something... Okay. Thanks. All right. Thank you, Mike. I got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um. By the way, we brought up Marjorie Taylor Greene. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Asen tweets, uh, the Republicans have the brilliant idea of making Marjorie Taylor Greene an impeachment manager. Jared Moskowitz said, I think it's an excellent choice by Speaker Johnson, showing he really is committed to destroying the 118th Congress. <laughs> He's funny. He is I like funny. him. I do, too. He's been on with us before. Has he, Jared Moskowitz? We yeah. haven't. No, I've tried no, to we've get not. Oh, really? No. I've, we've oh, tried. Okay. Jared, come on. Me. We've tried several times. Okay. Yeah. Um, Biden, uh, Bob Seska retweeted, uh, President Biden just said, after a recent deadly shooting in Iowa, Trump said they've got to get over it. They've got to get over it. Well, we're not going to get over it. We're going to stop it. That's another huge issue, that if you want us to just have to keep getting over mass shootings, then, it, you know, let's do more of the same. Yep. Stephanie Miller. You are physically repulsive, intellectually retarded, you're morally reprehensible, vulgar, insensitive, selfish, stupid. You have no taste, a lousy sense of humor, and you smell. You're not even interesting enough to make me sick. Stephanie Miller. Stephanie Miller show. Oh, wow. I'm saving. Wow. You just did a Malcolm Nance trigger stack. I did. I'm sorry. (laughs) Putin's long-term investment in Trump and is about to pay off according to the financial times. Yeah. Isn't that great? Isn't that great? I told Chris that yesterday. I said, I'm going to trigger Malcolm. Oh yeah. Malcolm's going to, can you just ride the volume levels? (laughs) Because 
Always I do. just, you can't even write this. Well, he did write it, but several books. But just the fact that Tucker Carlson is in Moscow mm-hmm. doing Putin's talking points mm-hmm. while lying about that, oh, no journalists, you know, can interview him. Christine Amanpour is like, I, I did, and we've been no. asking well, forever. Well, even the Kremlin's saying that's a lie. Even right. the Kremlin is correcting yeah. him. When the Kremlin calls you a propagandist, you know it's bad. Or a liar. They pointed out he's a liar. A lying liar. And they, also, he doesn't have any viewers on ass. I know. But, you know, and there's the Republicans doing uh, Putin's bidding, mm-hmm. right, you know, on cue. As we said yesterday, what did David Frum say? You know, uh, Johnson listens, Speaker Johnson listens to Trump and Trump listens to Putin. And there we go. Perfect line to, yeah. All right, that's why we need all the psychology we can get. Uh, Janice with a love letter in Janice in Sacramento. Uh, subject line, bring back Dr. Wanda. We're going to have to. And My her best friend, clinical psychologist, Dr. And Wanda. Jugs. And her jugs. Yes, and her. Yes. Uh, hi, all. I love the segment with Dr. Wanda. I hope she can zoom in from Australia as frequently as she her schedule might allow. Her comments were uh, fascinating and I thought spot on. Although I'm not well-spoken or as well-endowed as Dr. Wanda, I, too, am a psychologist. <laughs> Uh, maybe I can make one small contribution to the Steph Head community about something that's been driving me crazy. The test Trump won't shut up about is not an intelligence test. No. It's called the mini mental status exam. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> it, is there a mini band that plays while you have <laughs> It has literally nothing to do with IQ or intelligence. It's a quick way to screen for different types of brain damage and or dementia. In other words, cognitive impairment. It does not mean he's smart because he supposedly can recite, recite five words. For what it's worth, I estimate his IQ. He was probably about 75. <laughs> All right, Dan. What? That's cool. Mm. Mm. No wonder he likes potted meat so much. Yeah. Okay. Biscuits and mustard. Mm-hmm. Some mustard. French fried potatoes. He does like French fried potatoes a lot. He does. I just well, he McDonald's. I don't think anybody's seen that movie in but years. But that's the thing that I, we keep forgetting is why doesn't someone, when he keeps bragging about this, go, right, so who said that you, because that's a test for for either like i you know dementia or uh, uh what do you call it uh, uh brain damage you know Dane like, bramage yeah exactly <laughs> why do you think why did someone think you needed that would be my yeah that's the one. question okay all right uh give me 14 uh jamie raskin again on this ridiculous day in history yesterday mm. what makes this farce a tragedy is that secretary mayorkas in the u.s senate have been working for months to achieve precisely the immigration and border compromise the GOP has been demanding. And miraculously, they got to a bipartisan immigration agreement for billions of dollars more in border patrol officers, immigration judges, fentanyl detection machines, a far tougher border. It was good enough for Senator Mitch McConnell and dozens of GOP senators, and it was good enough for the Wall Street Journal, but the House megas would not take yes for an answer. Why? Because Donald Trump doesn't want a border solution. He wants a border problem, nothing else to run on. Thank yep. you. Thank you, Jamie Raskin. Um, by the way, have we gotten any Democrats in disarray uh, storylines or uh, yeah, oh, Biden in coming. trouble? Because Biden coming, won, sure. uh, let's see. They with only 60% of the votes counted. He already had over 90%. Uh, Marion Williamson, we should say, uh, also lost to none of these candidates yesterday, as did Nikki Haley, lost Nevada's primary I to think, I, none of these candidates. I think people are finding Marianne Williamson objectionable. <laughs> okay. Wow, wow. Yeah, and as I was saying, Speaker, they're just, this is the perfect, like, they're just cowards. You think of the picture of Josh Hawley running. Johnson bolts from the Capitol, ran away, literally, from uh, reporters yesterday because of this Speaker disastrous ran away. 
Yes, brave, brave Sir Johnson ran away to his porn. 29 minutes after the hour, Malcolm Nance next. Paul Manafort, who you were responsible for prosecuting, met with a top Putin ally, Konstantin Klimnik, and agreed to a deal that would essentially have enabled Putin to take control of the eastern part of Ukraine with Trump's approval. And Manafort had implicitly agreed to this. Oh, boy. Are you... Are you trying to bring Malcolm Nance out of his shell? This I is am. very shy. I oh, am. this would be uh, Andrew Weissman. Yes. We had, in writing, uh, we had sort of captured some emails between Konstantin Kalimnik uh, and Paul Manafort um, talking about this deal and saying what they needed to make this work was a wink from Donald Trump uh, that this would happen. Hmm. Well, anyone on to say? But take Trump out of this. This was clearly indicating what it is that um, Mr. Putin was trying to do, which is to take half of Ukraine and actually the wealthy part of Ukraine. And now you see it's basically, I want to take all of it. Um, and um, it did get some attention in the New York Times. It certainly got attention in the Senate report, um, but it was a, such a clear indication of what Vladimir Putin was trying to do. I feel like I read it somewhere else, too. Hmm. Oh, I know. It's this guy's books. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We can dance if we want to. If we don't, somebody will. Because Republicans are rude and should be removed and act like they're in Brazil. I say, Malcolm Nance, Malcolm Nance, Trump is under Putin's control. We can dance, we can dance while Stephanie dances with the pole. Well, it's the Malcolm Nance. Oh, hi, Malcolm. I, I, you probably have no thoughts on the uh, uh, Republicans voting down aid for Ukraine on the day that Tucker Carlson was in Moscow doing uh, Putin's talking points on Ukraine. Hi. Hi. Yeah, <laughs> about that. <laughs> Good God. Good God. I don't know if you have the tweet. Somebody tweeted out there, the party of Reagan has completely flipped at the hands of one con man and have become the party of Moscow and Putin. This is beyond treasonous. They are in their pocket. Even now Mitch McConnell, with a deal that they worked on for four months, Yeah. right? Which would essentially end immigration into the United States and shut the border down most days. Nope, they'd rather do Moscow's bidding. The Republicans are really... What did I write in that book? I can't remember that. Plot <laughs> to Hack America back in 2016. Yep. Not, not to mention Paul Manafort as well, exactly what Weissman said. Um, what I wrote in 2016 was we called them the Kremlin crew mm-hmm. with yep. two Ks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you saw this column in the Financial Times, uh, withering column saying a second Trump term will make uh, Putin's dr- all of his dreams come true. He has already inspired uh, Republicans in Congress to block the aid, as we just saw. Uh, he writes, if the freedom of Ukraine, security of Europe are collateral damage in Trump's bid to win, win back the White House, he seems uh, to regard that as the price worth paying. 
Uh, Putin made a long-term investment in Trump when he interfered in the 2016 presidential election. They, uh, he writes, Putin has made a long-term bet on Trump unless there is a last-minute change of heart in Congress. That wager may finally pay out on the battlefields of Ukraine. Malcolm, you've been there. You, you've fought. <laughs> you've, you know, uh, lent your military expertise in Ukraine. What happens now? Well, first off, let me just get some, let's stipulate some things so that everybody understands exactly where I'm coming from. I'm in touch with Ukraine every minute, just minutes ago, uh, with people who are fighting in Ukraine. Ukraine has the guts to win this war. Mm -hmm. They could win this war if they were given all the resources they need now, not drip drabbing like, uh, you know, uh, Jake Sullivan, the national security advisor, has been doing like the way Secretary Austin wants to do, which is give them everything. Instead of sending 500 Bradleys to Morocco, we would have just given them to Ukraine. But you still have to have a budget for that. You still have to have money for that. And that requires Congress. This Congress is bought by Moscow. We should just never refer to them anything other than the Kremlin crew or the Traitor Caucus, because you know, or, or the Moscow Caucus, because that's what they are. Trump has stated openly before, he said in private to the Prime Minister of Sweden, he intended to withdraw the United States from NATO. He still does. And they're not talking about destroying everything that was, was, that was represented by World War II and freeing the free states of Europe. He is a lackey of Putin and he's going to give it all away. Malcolm, is there any way President Biden has around this? I heard something about, you know, weapons from Greece or, you know, unfreezing Russian, you know, money to give. Is there any way around Congress for Biden to help Ukraine? Yes. And they lost an opportunity when they had the Lend-Lease Act, which is where they could have given Ukraine anything. But again, the White House national security team, they need to be fired. All right. They need to be fired. They're just not doing enough and what they do is that you know most of those guys on the national security team jake sullivan's never served in the military he's been a talking head he's like this 30 some odd year old wonderkun or early 40 wonderkun he doesn't understand this is lying yeah and they're calling we're back to the i don't need a ride i need an, i need ammunition phase of this war almost yeah. to the first week Ukraine will persevere. They'll win. They'll hold them off. But they could have won yeah. if we had given them everything that they need. I mean, and Malcolm, I, they're saying it out loud now. A key Russian general who Putin promoted this week views the invasion of, a, of Ukraine as, quote, a mere stepping stone to further conflict in Europe. How many times have you and others said this? Can you explain again oh. to people why, why this is in our interest to help Ukraine? Yeah. Yeah. Ukraine is the eastern wall of democracy, people. All right. You've seen Game of Thrones. They're the they're the they're the men. In, they're the guys in the black cloaks, right? They're the men in black. They're the ones who are holding the wall away from the bad people. And let me tell you something. Ukraine Ukraine can't lose. What they can do is Putin can keep that territory, and that can be considered a loss. And they can start eating away piecemeal at other parts of Ukraine. But we've kicked Russia's butt relentlessly relentlessly those talking head generals who say this stuff they don't have, you know somebody said oh they're going to invade latvia estonia lithuania or poland i was like with what army they literally are i'm not joking 
are taking tanks off of monuments wow. to bring them back into duty. And I don't mean modern tanks. I mean tanks that are from the 50s. Yeah. So Russia's got its own issues. They're ready to lie. But that doesn't mean they won't do something to provoke and attack NATO, which means American soldiers, not volunteers, American soldiers on the front lines in Latvia, Poland, will, will die in a conflict with Moscow. Wow. Um, we mentioned, I can't remember now why my dad came up, who did interrogate uh, Garen. Garen. <laughs> Garen, not Gerbil. As not an assistant uh, Nuremberg Garen. prosecutor. But uh, oh. you retweeted Matthew Cook, who said in 1940, the Red Army massacred 22,000 Poles in the Caton Forest. They blamed it on the Nazis at Nuremberg and only admitted their guilt in 1990. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what's terrifying. This general literally said, oh, yeah, this is just the beginning, Ukraine. We, I mean, and this is what we keep trying to say. Yeah. And then we're, you know, an attack on a NATO country. And then, as you say, we've got American troops having to get involved. Yeah. Well, you know, let's just put it this way. Moscow generals are a bunch of yippy dogs, right? <laughs> they have all bark. I mean, no bite, toothless. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't even understand what army he's talking about he could do this with. Latvia, I mean, they could bombard some things, but our counter battery, our ability to counter fire would slaughter them. And I'm not joking. I'm using that word. I've seen the Ukrainians do it. Adaptive. Imagine an unleashed NATO across all fronts. I mean, no one wants to go to Moscow, but, uh, you know, we would certainly make sure that they would have nothing to send in Ukraine. No one wants this fight. No one should have it. The American people should understand every dollar we invest in Ukraine, it goes to American manufacturers in Alabama, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Indiana. None of this money goes to Ukraine. What goes to Ukraine is artillery shells and rockets. We're beating Russia with equipment that's 40 and 50 years old. The Bradley fighting vehicles, 50 years yeah. old. Now, last uh, week... Last we week, just need to send them what they need. Yeah, yeah last week, uh, most people, when they hang up, say, uh, bye, love you. Uh, you said, uh, I think World War III is about to start, and we were like, bye. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, I you know, Biden... I was correct, by the way. Yes, yes, you were. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously Biden had to do these strikes, which, uh, you know, you're over in Israel. Can, tell us, what is this latest thing with Jeremy Scahill on Twitter? So he claims that only one baby was killed on October seventh. Oh, <laughs> I mean, oh yeah. Well, uh, well, it's he might be he might be right. One child under the age of one, one uh, a nine month old. He got it from Social Security rolls. So you know, I know Jeremy Scahill. I helped him with his first book, uh, Dirty Wars. His documentary his oscar nominated documentary i was in that dirty wars and you know seems like a nice guy but all these people at the intercept these guys sit at a long table behind glass walls brick walls and do paper chases and they he's minimizing the deaths of these people he claimed that like some dozens of, of children under the oh boy we have a bad connection yeah, sorry, honey. We have a bad uh, connection you don't this week. No, we're talking about. Shut up. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I heard that much. Um, I okay. Said, yeah, we heard that. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking right. about. Shut up. Yeah. I have uh, to. Okay. I have to just point so out before we go. Uh, we're having no a tough. My Twitter. All right. We're having a tough connection this week, but I just have to end with you stealing for Angela's act again. Uh, you retweeted Kellyanne Conway suggests Trump should pick uh, Tim Scott as his running mate, and you said PSA: African Americans loathe butter biscuit Tim Scott. <laughs> 
I just refer, let you oh, refer to him as hashtag butter biscuit, but okay. <laughs> he is. That boy, that boy. You know, after the Cos- after Fat Albert and Friends went out of business, you know, with Cosby, and he took this Senate job, mm-hmm. uh, there is the character who looks exactly like him on the Cosby cartoons. Go, go check yourself. I've seen that. That it's guy's terrible. got it's, issues. I, I hear you. I pray to God he's vice presidential candidate so we can make fun of him relentlessly. And I would love to see a Kamala Harris debate of her just laughing at the podium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just not saying a word, just laughing yeah. at him at the That podium laugh that we him. love and they hate. That would be fantastic. All right, stay safe, Malcolm. We love you. We'll see you next week. Hello? Goodbye. All right, take care. Oh, bye. Okay, bye-bye. Right. And subscribe to his Substack. Yes, we yes. Yes. It at Indeed. We have a, Indeed. A, we had a hinky connection this we week. Did. 46 we minutes after the hour, we roll along. Frank Laguzzi coming up on The Stephanie Miller Show. Now that just seems intentionally confusing. It's The Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Stephanie Miller. Yeah, what? Frank Luguzzi, uh, he has a brand new book out. Uh, uh, it's coming out in May. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, yeah. Well, he already had uh, the FBI right. way, which is right. fantastic. Yes, it is. Uh, long haul, the highway serial killers. Uh, comes out May 28th. That sounds scary. uplifting. It's about... Moida. <laughs> <laughs> He's also going to be on a cruise ship with uh, Frank Gershner. Yes. Mm-hmm. We'll talk to him about that. Well, that's, <laughs> a, that's a love boat. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Who said I've seen embarrassing days for different House Republican leadership teams? This one's pretty high on the list. Who said that? Deputy Dog. No, that'd be Jake Sherman. Uh, Punchbowl News. Who said, uh, this I got to tell you is an absolute catastrophe for Johnson. <laughs> Absolutely devastating. Who said that? Penelope Pitstop. No, that would be Steve Bannon. Oh. Of all people. Noted liberal communist. Okay. <laughs> Steve in uh, Chicago. Hello, Steve. Steve. Hello. Hello. Um, I just wanted to uh, suggest something that I think we should be hammering a little bit harder. Okay. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> is that, it, yes, there are um, Republicans that just don't want Mexicans in America at all. And yes, they want to use it as a, a weapon against Biden. But I think we also need to be stressing to voters, Republicans love undocumented immigrants. They love that they can manipulate them yeah. because they're so vulnerable yeah. and they love having them as a, a scapegoat. We know this. And this, I think we need to this, keep, especially, the, yeah, blue, especially the blue-collar voters, we need to keep saying they, they, lo- they, they, they want them here because yep. they're driving yes, down your wages, this is such taking bold, away your power. This argument, shut down the employers and yeah. Yeah, then they will never do that. Right. right. It's just, okay. The, exactly. Uh, exactly. They want, they want, you know, uh, cheap labor. Absolutely. They're just, they're such a giant. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Greg in Idaho, real quick. Hi, Greg. Hey. Hi. Good to talk to you. Hi. Um, have, are you from, have you read a Fear and Loathing on the Campaign Trail, 1972 by Hunter S. Thompson? I have not. You nope. haven't. It is arguably the greatest uh, book on a presidential campaign ever. Have you read any of Hunter S. Thompson's work? Do you know who... <laughs> You know I didn't know this was, was going to be on the quiz. Yes. <laughs> read some of them. Yes. Okay, and also, are you calling from the clown's nose at Jack in the Box? What are What is your summer reading list, Stephanie? Have you ever No, I have not. Don't make me sound like a... You, you strike me as a Harlequin Deepest. romance kind of gal. Yes. 
I'm more of a Sydney Sheldon, Jack, Jackie Collins. Really? <laughs> Can I just say that was my favorite interview ever when I interviewed Jackie Collins? And she goes, you know, my book comes in two colors. And I said, as all great literature does. I think War and Peace came in, what, mauve and also orange? You're making fun of your guest to her face? Yeah, but she laughed. Okay. She knows. Okay. Come on. She knows that she's not... It comes in two colors. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like the purple section of USA Today. I read that. Okay. Does anybody read USA right. Today? Did I ever say I'm the smartest of liberals? No. I'm like the dumbest, but so what? I do fart jokes. You're, you're like the calendar section of L- the LA yes, Times. Yes, I'm purple. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where was I? Oh, I have no wait, idea. We've been trying to get to this. Yeah, listen. I just listen. I read poetry. Oh, finally. <laughs> finally, we're getting days. to spoken word poet Dimitri Manabet's poem, Barbie. All right. Here we go. My sons will never play with dogs. In fact, I refuse to let my sons play with dogs. That's not what men do. Men are supposed to be leaders, protectors, providers. How do I expect him to be the head of a home when he's steady tending to a house made of plastic? I refuse to let my sons play with dogs. If I ever catch him with a Barbie, a Bratz, a Polly Pocket, a Cabbage Patch, I swear my right hand to God, I will set him straight on that is not how God intended for us to act. I said I refuse to let my sons play with dogs. Wait. No, it sounds, I know, it sounds sexist, but yeah, here we go. And a promise to the men who laid hands on my mother and her mother and her mother. If I ever see you again, I will send you straight back to whoever it is you pray to at night. For if God were to set foot on this great earth, let it be a stiletto or a pump, a wedge, a knee high, a thigh high, whatever the she wants to wear because she's not a toy she's a woman my boys will not make toys out of women so i refuse to let my sons play with dogs until they actually understand the difference between the two see that took a turn you weren't thinking you were thinking he was being sexist but he was saying because then it makes women like you know into objects for men so it's a longer that poem took a, that, that took a twist took a twist it's a much longer yeah. poem chris right. is not certain yeah, about I'm, that whole thing yeah. it's a very good poem karen in chicago hello karen hello okay that was a lot and yeah right. i lost the thread on that i did one. too like, yeah 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 because i got lost we we um, c- cut it yeah okay go ahead i don't know if i'm going to recover anyway <laughs> i want to say Thank you. Thank you, Bob Seska, for talking about Project 2025. Anita and I talk about it on our True Blue Politics podcast. This is something that everybody needs to be talking about. It yes. is absolutely oh, frightening. It, it, it is. It's it not is just a Frangela's joke that, that, you know, yeah. they have a folder that will say illegal. We did. It's They have one that says illegal that yeah. we are going to do. Right. <laughs> right? Yes. They're saying it right out there. And let me say this. I'm, I've started posting um, active measures. Everybody needs to revisit that and share that with everybody. Malcolm Nance is featured in it, Hillary Clinton, and they have been sounding the alarm about the uh, 
relationship between Trump and Russia, and then everything that we are seeing with them not wanting to fund Ukraine yeah. to help them defeat Russia, Tucker Carlson going over there and cozying up to Putin. Yeah. This is where the GOP is headed. They are absolutely a shadow government taking all of their marching orders from Donald Trump, who is, as we know, Vladimir Putin's puppet. Yep. So people need to get this straight. Start sharing that because his sole agenda, Vladimir Putin, his sole agenda has always been to reassemble the Soviet Union. He's and, and not going to stop with Ukraine. He's going to march through to Poland. Yeah, be prepared yeah. for massive amounts of electoral uh, yep. from uh, Russia. Uh, you name it, yep. right? To yep. try to divide us, whether yep. it, it, you know, it's about the Middle East or whatever it's about, is try to divide us and to hurt Joe Biden. Period. So, uh, and they be aware. Sorry, oh. honey. I was I almost slammed her into a hard break, but I I euthanized her before that. Okay, she'll be back. Okay, Frank Luguzzi <laughs> next. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. So biggest picture, huge win for Jack Smith. Unequivocal win for Jack Smith. The language in this ruling is very strong. They forcefully reject Donald Trump's immunity argument. There's really three major findings that the D.C. Court of Appeals makes here. First of all, they reject this notion of blanket immunity. They, they say it is not and cannot be that a president simply can never be charged for anything that happens during his time in office. Could it be we've woken up in a, a country of laws, not men? That maybe, in fact, no one is above the law? <laughs> I know who to ask, speaking of lawmen. I like to call him my G-spot man. Here he is. Good morning, Frank Fluguzzi. Frank Fluguzzi. Frank Fluguzzi. Frank Fluguzzi. Former G-man. FBI. Frank Fluguzzi joins us now. In color. Frank Fluguzzi, the former FBI assistant director for counterintelligence. I feel like I need my favorite G-man. Author of the bestseller, uh, FBI Way, Inside the Bureau's Code of Excellence. In the FBI and you fought against crime. Think of every FBI agent as, as handsome and fantastic as Frank Luguzzi. Pardon me, sir, were you just raising the roof? You were <laughs> a little, I've never seen a, yeah, a little, FBI little agent. morning rock out here. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> I like that someone just tweeted, eh, Frankie Figs. Okay. <laughs> Everyone's very excited. That was my mob name. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, Frank, so much to talk about. I mean, let's talk about the immunity ruling, uh, first of all, which obviously not unexpected. But, uh, you know, I, I know everyone is saying the Supreme Court's not going to take it. But I just get uh, nervous that this Supreme Court, whether it's arrogance or politicized to the degree that they could give Trump the right. delay, that essentially gives him immunity. How, how are you feeling about it? Yeah, so I mean, look, it, it says a lot about this of where we are right now in this country, where we actually had to hold our breath, Stephanie, to yes. see whether the D.C. appellate court would actually reaffirm what we all know that, uh, yeah, we don't have a king. And yeah, you you can't commit crimes and be completely uh, immune for prosecution. But yes, indeed, we were holding our breath. And now, as you say, we don't know what the Supreme Court's going to do. I, I have a gut 
feeling. And I know Neil Kachial, my colleague on MSNBC, yeah. uh, who's a legal analyst, right. way more proficient on the Supreme Court than I ever will be. Oh, he's he the said, first tweet I quoted. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. He says, he says, you know, he doesn't think they'll take it. I, I have to say, I think this court wants a say in just about everything, even when they don't need to say it. Yeah. And so I think there'll be a great debate within the court as to whether or not, hey, this is about the biggest thing we could ever decide. And we're not going to we're going to punt it back where, you know, yeah. I, so I don't I can't predict this, but I'm not that confident that they'll simply say, yeah, it's good. Uh, we don't need to we don't need to hear it. Yeah. And, you know, I just I, I grabbed this uh, again. These people are on, as you know, I don't know, YouTube, Twitter, like you can see the video of a guy this morning saying me and millions of other gun-loving Americans are just waiting until Trump gives us the green light to take to the streets and start gunning down Democrats. Um, I I mean, obviously, you've talked about the threat of domestic violence for quite some time, but I just, we are at such a, I just, I don't know, we're running out of words, unprecedented, dangerous (laughs) tipping point. What do you want to call it, Frank? Yeah, it's, um, we're at a boiling point for sure. And to throw in another phrase and you know, Trump has used phrases recently like, hey, there will be bedlam, right? Um, you know, reminiscent of January 6th, where he said, you know, it will be wild. So he's hinted here that, hey, I think the Supreme Court will be fair if they're fair. Well, what does that mean, Trump, if they're fair and rule your way? Is that the only definition of fairness? So my concern is that he will, as you just quoted this nutcase from uh, that's been on social media, that he will give some form of direct or indirect green light, or it will be perceived as a green light. And it could come as early as uh, tomorrow or in relationship to tomorrow's Supreme Court hearing, where they will be hearing the argument on whether Colorado and other states can indeed disqualify Trump from the ballot for engaging in an insurrection. This is about as big as it gets. Whether Trump gets on the ballot or not is what it's all about. And Yes, there could be people incited to violence. The Supreme Court security tomorrow is going to be as tight as probably it's ever been. Yeah. I mean, sounds like, and it sounds like on the other, on the immunity ruling, you're afraid the same thing I am, that they could, you know, say we have to put our stamp on this and then uh, give a delay. Do you have confidence? I mean, how are you feeling on whether the J6 trial is going to happen before the election? And we're going to find out if we're putting a convicted felon in the Oval Office with the nuclear codes again. Look, I, I Supreme Court's lost all credibility with me, and I know many, many other people. So I can see a scenario where they just choose to delay, you know, do nothing and and delay, delay, delay. It gets moved to October potentially. I, I think John Roberts is going to try and talk his folks out of that. I think he's going to go look. The nation demands that we take some action here. And so I still have hopes that we will see this trial start in D.C. regarding January 6th before the election. I am certainly not confident with regard to the documents case at Mar-a-Lago. That judge, Judge Cannon, um, seems to be wholly owned and operated by the Republican Party and seems to be, you know, looking forward to a Supreme Court nomination someday. Uh, And you obviously, uh, I'm sure, have some thoughts on the FBI missing. A secret room at Mar-a-Lago. Can you talk about that? Yeah, I know this has been this has been uh, the subject of much discussion. I really have gotten down into the weeds on this now, and here's what I know. Still not thrilled with the explanation, but two two spaces inside Mar-a-Lago were apparently not searched. That could have been uh, perhaps within the parameters of the search warrant affidavit. 
Um, which, by the way, when you're searching for things like paper, um, you get to search a lot of places. It's like drugs. Okay, you, you can tear the place apart if you want to. They didn't want to do that with Mar-a-Lago because, in part, they had sources and methods, including the CCTV security cameras at Mar-a-Lago, plus human sources, telling them the documents are going to be here and here and here. And here's what you're looking for. And here's what National Archives is missing. And so when they went in there and they got those documents back in the places sources and cameras said they would be, they made an on-the-call decision on the premises to not break locks and do what's called a generally destructive search warrant. The, with regard to the closet, it's that that closet leads to the roof and it is it is locked down by US Secret Service. It's their way yeah. to get up on the roof. And and so the bureau was aware of that. None of this, you know, these two rooms are not a surprise. Everybody knew about them. The service had the closet, and that was deemed as, hey, listen, you know, no need to get in there. So I, am I still seeing a level of deference that you and I would not be afforded if our homes were being searched? Yeah, Stephanie? thank you. Yes, there's way too much deference. But I now have a greater understanding of the operational scenario on the ground. Yeah. This is why uh, people around the world are like just going, I, how is it possible that this guy's not in prison or that he could actually be president again? And it's, as you say, stuff like this. I mean, them going after Fawny Willis for her personal life, hoping to shut down that investigation, even though they have it on tape. They have that crime on tape. <laughs> what a mess. What, what a mess. You know, I, I spent a, a, a painful amounts of time in my FBI career in internal affairs, making decisions about yeah. errors in judgment. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I'm here to tell you, yes, Fonnie Willis has made an error in judgment. There's no question. I think she's, she'll tell you that. Um, does that change the substance of the case that's been built? No. So she's in a mess. It's going to be, it's, she's, you know, they're going to beat her about the head and shoulders with this forever. But at the, the bottom line is it doesn't change the, the content of the case. Right. Yeah. Well, it reminds me of the, uh, oh, God. Can't, she's always in my head. Trump going to lovers, Lisa. Oh, what's yeah. her name? And Peter Strzok and the lovers. Yeah. <laughs> Just you know, you had go. nothing well, to do with his good. guilt in in right. Russia, right. <laughs> Trump Russia. Very but of similar. course, yeah. Very similar. Yeah. Thank you. Oh yay! I get a gold star from Frank. Um, <laughs> you, uh, we've been talking about this obviously, and so have you on TV. The son son beheads his federal employee father, calls him a traitor for working under Biden, calls for the death of all federal officials. Uh, I displayed his decapitated head on, uh, you know, and George Conway tweeted, you know, we're in the midst of a mental health crisis in America, which is why we had, you know, my, my friend, Dr. Wanda on, because it's just, I don't know what degree, you know, Frank, this is mental illness, just conspiracy theories gone wild, but it is obviously turning to, to violence. So, yeah, what were your thoughts on that? There's a, there's a lot to unpack there, including a, a, a headless body. But, you know, <laughs> Literally. A, a son. for those who are catching up, a son has decapitated his father, displayed the, the head on YouTube until it was taken down. And why, supposedly, he says, and his social media is filled with this kind of stuff, his father was a federal employee, therefore working under the Biden administration. Now, his father's been a federal employee for decades under many administrations, but... This is the son who felt like he needed to call his father a traitor on social media and display his decapitated head. Um, where, where, what does that mean? What do we take from that? It, we're at the point now where the cult is absolutely confirmed. When people are willing to betray and kill their families 
right? We've already had people killing themselves in martyrdom. The guy in Provo, Utah, who the FBI had to shoot, they were trying to arrest him for threatening to kill Biden. Right. Um, the, 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 the guy at FBI Cincinnati who tried to breach uh, the reception area ended up dead in a cornfield in Ohio. Uh, people are willing to die for Trump. Now they're willing to kill their family. And if you want a, a clue as to whether something's a cult, look at the, um, the, uh, the ability to betray and kill yeah. your family for a single person. Yep. Um, let's there's a couple more big things before we go. Uh, you tweeted, for, the U.S. Border Control Agents Union has endorsed the bipartisan Senate proposed bill. Listen when the people who do this for a living tell you it works for them. I mean, yesterday had to be one of the most despicable days in Republican history, and that's kind of saying a lot. They couldn't succeed in uh, in impeaching uh, Homeland Security Secretary uh, Mayorkas for allegedly failing uh, at the border. No, no high crime or misdemeanor, by the way. We could debate for an hour whether Mayorkas has done his job well or not, but there's no high crime or misdemeanor there. With regard to um, um, the the Border Patrol Union, look, that was a that, I have to say that was a shocker. Those yes, are agents it's do this every day saying, yeah. "Hey, this bipartisan Senate proposal that works for us." Yeah. That. That gives us tremendous authorities that we didn't have, more resources, and less um, undocumented migrants flowing into the country. And Trump, of course, has said, no, 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 no. I mean, and and not to mention they, you know, tried to impeach Mayorkas on the day that they won't give him the tools to to the job they say that he's not doing. No irony there. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, So you also tweeted the right outcome on the uh, Crumbly trial. You said she ignored the warning signs, allowed her son continued gun access. Jennifer Crumbly uh, found guilty of involuntary manslaughter in his uh, son's school shooting. Um, To this, I say good. I hope, you know, we are on some path to a little more sanity around guns in this country. What was your take on that, Frank? This, this needs to happen more often. I love this precedent being set for parents and, and kids who commit mass shootings. Look, if you paid attention to this trial and had the time to do it, this is horrific. This is a parent who was not present. And when her son was telling her repeatedly, I see things, I'm hallucinating, bowls are flying off shelves. I'm hearing things and and voices. And she laughed at him, scoffed at him, mocked him, made it worse, by the way, by having things happen in the house to just get him going. Right. So she allows him to have this gun. Um, The parents call them in. The school calls them in, says, look, we got a gun in his in his in his backpack. He he continues to have a gun. No therapy, no help. Uh, This was the right call. Yep. Um, The new book is Long Haul Hunting the Highway Serial Killers. Ooh, it's about murder. This true crime investigation uncovers a world of elusive serial killers. You're getting an expert's eye on uh, how these cases are investigated and the ongoing challenges they present. That's how, I mean, it sounds fascinating, Frank. Uh, just Well, I, look, yeah. it's available now for pre-order, uh, HarperCollins and, and Mariner. It's, look, a, a year, over a year of my life on the road, uh, riding long haul with, uh, with truckers over 2,000 miles, um, talking to the top crime analysts and serial killing, highway serial killings, who, by the way, those analysts happen to be women. Uh, No surprise, because the victims in these cases are sex trafficked women in and around truck stops. There's no championing, no advocating. I tell their story in this book. Uh, You can get it now. Comes out in May. Oh, I didn't think you could get more attractive. All right. Um, also, you know what you want to do, because that's a stressful you know, experience reading about that. You need to go on a cruise with Frank <laughs> and Glenn yeah. Kirshner. Uh, it is the Oceana Cruise on the Mediterranean. I mean, I, that is a love boat. Yeah. Okay. Well, well Glenn, Glenn Kirshner tells me he's bringing his Speedo for the leader <laughs> 
Sold. Um, I'm in. Yeah, yeah we're in. Uh, look, it's about. It's, you're absolutely right. Collectively, as a nation, we need a break. Yes. We need to plan and take vacations. So why not take it with like-minded people who are as passionate as you are about democracy? We start the cruise in the cradle of democracy, Greece, mm-hmm. and wow. we go from there. It's a fun time. Great people. If you're thinking about vacationing, uh, this is July. And ours might be gone, our democracy. So go visit another one. That, that, that'd be start, nice. Start one back there. Yeah. yeah. You can check it out on my website. That's awesome. All right. We've linked to everything. Yep. Frank, thanks so much. And uh, congrats on the book. Thanks. Stay well, everybody. All right. Thanks, you too. Frank. Stephanie Miller. I'm glad you're passionate. I just hope you're not riling people up with your show. Stephanie Miller. Stephanie Miller. It is the Stephanie Miller Show. All right, in a uh, hot GOP mess yesterday, that uh-huh. was the most surprising headline. Matt Gates endorses mortal enemy Kevin McCarthy for RNC chair. Kevin would be terrific. I don't I, understand. What? But you didn't think happened. he was terrific before. Right. When you ousted, when you ousted you know what I, him. You know what I think this is about? You know what I think this is about? He's trying to get Kevin to call off his dogs in Congress that are going forward with the is. ethics investigation about, you know, yep. general rapiness of Representative Rapey McForehead. That's what I think is happening there. Kevin's terrific. Maybe you look sh- like you need a muffin. Vote for Kevin. Maybe he could show a PowerPoint presentation on his forehead. Matt? Yes. Hi, Tracy in Mesa, Arizona. Hello. Good morning. Hey, everybody. Um, before we sport the sport with Carlos, um, I, I, as I remember, his uh, in-laws live in Gilbert. Yes. Is he on there yet? Yes. No, uh, he's, no not. he's not. He'll not be yet. here in a few minutes. Yeah. Ah, okay. Well, I was just not, wondering if he had heard about the Gilbert Goons. Have not you Gilbert, all been following Godfrey. that? I heard about the Gilbert, Gilbert Goons. Arizona. Yeah. I, yes, I heard about the Gilbert yeah, Goons. Yeah, there's a bunch of affluent teenagers that are just going out and beating people up it's and a they gang it's a, a gang people. of affluent white yeah. teenagers yes yeah. God. Uh-huh. right and i can't help but think that it's that it's maga influence because i'm sure it they, is it's gilbert mostly mostly affluent uh white kids so yeah hmm. all right well i was going to tell uh tell carlos about all the brock purdy uh billboards that are all around town now <laughs> you know but well, you, you know, have su- fallen, so I guess I'll. All right, you have sufficiently sported the sport. You've sported the sport, though. So, that, but we that will ask done. him about Brock Purdy we when we he gets on. So, it's douche nozzles taken. So they went with Gilbert Goons. The Gilbert Goons, yeah, it's a. It's a stupid little. But but they are actually doing damage. to <laughs> They people. really are. Yeah. <clears throat> My good God, uh-huh. we had just. I I think I feel like we have entered the stupidest timeline, and we apparently will never ever get out. So, enjoy, everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pardon me, I'm coughing up a lung presently. Granted, fine. there's not a lot to do in Gilbert, so this is the only thing they have to do. Yeah. Eh, I'm sorry, I have something things. in my throat. Because we've talked about Marjorie Taylor Greene so much. Uh-oh. <laughs> Pipe bomber. <laughs> Pipe bomber. <laughs> it's fine now. 29 minutes after the hour, coffee with Carlos. Next. The Court of Appeals in D.C. says 
If we're asking the question whether Donald Trump's conduct was inside his job as president or outside his job as president, they say he was out of bounds here. He's not covered because he was out of bounds. So even if there is some immunity for stuff that's inside the presidency, he's, outside he's way out of it. And then finally, they reject this. I think ludicrous, I think we discussed it at the time, argument that, well, a president can only be indicted if he has first been impeached by the House uh. and convicted by the Senate. Ellie Honig on CNN. Uh, Paula Reed on CNN said uh, the Court of Appeals for D.C. ruling against Trump's claim of immunity left him with very little wiggle room for getting out of criminal prosecution. I'm just going to I'm going to stick with all the happy, clappy stories. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to read everything. Uh, In particular, she said the ruling was crafted in such a way it made it very unlikely the Supreme Court will even take up the case. Mm -hmm. She said the Court of Appeals, while they've been uh, knocked for taking so long to come out with this decision, they really are setting it up for the Supreme Court to make it as easy as possible for them not to hear the case. They are giving them a a timeline that overlaps with this question, these oral arguments about ballot eligibility. She said uh, it's an incredibly strong opinion that really sets it up for the Supreme Court to not take up the question. Oh, dear God, I hope so. Um, in particular, by the way, we've mentioned this earlier, they they cite the fact that Bill Clinton clearly believed he could be prosecuted mm-hmm. for perjury, gave up his law license as part of a deal yeah. to avoid right. that. Right. Uh, it's why Nixon needed to be pardoned, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, oh, uh, Lisa Rubin said, not only did they cite the fact that former President Ford pardoned Richard Nixon after he left office, they also talk about former President Clinton, who agreed to a suspension of his law license and a $25,000 fine in exchange for an agreement from the uh, then independent counsel not to prosecute him for perjury mm-hmm. over the uh, you know consensual BJ that was, as you recall, the biggest threat to America at, yes. some po- at one point. Okay, let's go to uh, Michael in North Carolina while we wait for Carlos. Mm-hmm. Hello, Michael. Hey, Mama. Um, Malcolm uh, Nance pretty well covered what I was uh, calling you to say, but it can't be reiterated too often that the money we spend on munitions for um, for Ukraine is going to get spent here. It's going into the yes. hands of defense contractors yes. who are going to yes. pay their workers. Yes. It's stimulative. Yes. It, we're not pouring it down a rabbit hole. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, it is. And it's good strategically for the United States of America. Um, Oh, by the way, you mentioned, uh, Chris, that you love Representative uh, um, Garcia. Yes. He was fantastic. Robert Garcia, Uh a Democrat out here of the great state of California. From Long Beach. Yes. And Um, he's a homo. He made Don (laughs) Martin. Yes. Thank you for that fun fact. You're welcome. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What? inappropriate. Did I throw you oh, off? No. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he, it, she made, he made uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene stomp out of a uh, yeah. hearing, yes. which was fantastic. I love him Anytime so you can make much. her stompy. Uh-huh. She said, I want to, re- I just like, I feel like when they call her the gentle lady, it's with tongue in cheek. <laughs> I want to remind the gentle lady uh-huh. that it was uh, her that actually organized a trip to the D.C. jail to hug and high five and sit with the insurrectionists that actually attacked our capital. That is quite ironic uh, that the insurrectionists that tried to overthrow our government in the capital city were being co- uh, coddled, were, being, uh, were actually being coddled by, it's quite a shame you would call them political prisoners or hostage, hostages that I think you called them. At that point, she appeared to heckle Garcia before walking out of the hearing room. Because she is more she's so, fit for a monster yes. truck rally than Great she is for decorum. the Congress of the United uh-huh. States. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Michael Steele will come on here sometimes and annoy me <laughs> by not leaving the Republican Party. And then he wins my love back. In this in this case, did you see him confront uh, Dean Phillips? Yes. <laughs> 
Um, he's, uh, he, uh, he said, uh, the chair, he said to Dean Phillips' face, the chairman in me says, what the hell are you doing and why, <laughs> and why are you doing it? Uh, so the question becomes, in reality, are you creating a drain in the process, prolonging the narratives around Biden's age, prolonging the narratives around other things that people are distracted by with Joe Biden, when the real threat is the man across the aisle? And the polling shows at the end of the day, Donald Trump is going to lose to Joe Biden. Um, yes, I believe he lost to none of the above. Yes. And Marianne Williamson. And, and Marianne Williamson. Okay. That's he's hard to do. staying in, and he's decided to stay in. By the way, Chris, I have no idea. Here's a pop quiz for you before Carlos gets here. I don't know uh, who he's referring to in terms of, you know, uh, lunatics and third party, whatever. Okay. Um, who said, he said, uh, don't listen to shirtless quacks at the gym. <laughs> I wonder who he's talking about. I don't know. So, okay. Oh, sometimes I'm shirtless at the gym. Oh. But in jeans? I think we all Not in jeans. That. No. Hell no. no. That's just, go. that's, that should be Okay. Um, so, yeah, this is, uh, God, you never think, like, Mitch McConnell can get more despicable and soulless, but, yeah. Um, McConnell's refusal to impeach Trump, leave it to the courts, has come back uh, to bite him. When Trump was impeached for the second time, it was for his ongoing efforts to overthrow the election and stage the insurrection on January 6th. Republicans, including McConnell, gave a lot of reasons for why Trump should not be impeached. That is now coming back to bite him, according to one legal expert. Uh, Lisa Rubin said McConnell's comments were cited by the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals in Trump's presidential immunity case. Mm -hmm. They also talk about the fact that Mitch McConnell's and others famously during Trump's second impeachment said the answer wasn't a political solution. It was indeed the courts and the justices yep. to answer for. And that was an excuse at the time that has come back to bite the former president in his posterior. That's a legal term. In his buttocks? Yes. He needs an en banc in his buttocks, uh, in my come opinion. On. I, <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's I gotta have a jingle ready. That's good coffee. I take it back. Like my man. Coffee with Carlos sells Rocky. I'll have a Zimbabwe latte. I'll have a Kenya cappuccino. He never has a second cup of coffee at home. Mountain grown coffee. Carlos sells Rocky. I was gonna make espresso. And baked by Juan Valdez. Coffee with Carlos. Good to the last drop. Oh, look, Carlos, what does your rock, paper, scissors shirt mean? What does it well, mean? Well, it means I was doing promotion this morning. Sorry I'm late, everybody. Hi. Uh, for Rock, Paper, Scissors, which premieres February 12th oh. at 5.30 p.m. all across this great land of ours. Awesome. Right after the Super Bowl, we will have promos on the Nickelodeon broadcast of the Super oh, Bowl. Nice. And I am so glad that I jumped in when you were bringing up Mitch McConnell and the Republicans punting this to the courts yeah. mm -hmm. and letting the Democrats actually say, yeah, we'll take your bait. We're going to run with that. Thank you. Because, as we know, Republicans are cowards yep. and very afraid of this orange dictator and didn't want to do anything. And we say... Oh, we'll go through the courts then. Thanks. Yeah. I don't. Do we play, do we have the curb theme? You, I don't, or the Veep theme just yesterday. <laughs> there you go. They failed at impeaching Mayorkas. On the same day they voted down the bill that would give him the tools to do the thing that they impeached him for. On the same day that Ronald McDaniel is going to step down because Trump's going to put in a complete, not just a crook like, like she is, but just an, a complete election denying crook from North Carolina and then what else did I miss anything else and Nikki Haley lost to none of the above none of the above yeah, your it's, Republican it's, party <laughs> all the machinations you have to go through when you have to pretend you're as evil and as uh, psychotic as your leader you paint your they're painted into this weird corner island where they're all just stuck now they just and Cohen was saying this three years ago I was his lawyer I'm telling you you to your own demise if you stick with this guy you're gonna ruin your life 
Yeah. And it's every day it happens like lemmings over the edge of the cliff. It's just so fun and weird to watch. I, yeah. I don't do, do they have families? It's like watching Michael Jackson's nose get smaller and smaller and smaller. It's, stop! Stop it. Well, you tweeted a piece, Ken Joe Biden shut down the border on his own, and you just did a really good short article. I mean, you know, this is everything they've ever asked for Mm -hmm. on the border. This is the most conservative bill ever. They said no to their own bill. This was the, the bill Trump wanted that didn't he didn't get done. Yeah, and, and again, because that, as that article points out, there are asylum laws, there are things that, that you have to go through the court that don't allow the president to, quote-unquote, just close down the border because Trump couldn't do it either. You get caught up in the courts and legal system. And so, yeah, it's just, it's the, again, the machinations that you have to go through to cling to power instead of legislating this whole Mayorkas circus, mm-hmm. this whole false impeachment chase after Hunter Biden. You had the chance to legislate and come together like Tip O'Neill did with Ronald Reagan. The country works best when we steer towards the center and see where we can compromise. And the thing that's unfair with Biden is you can't please everybody on the Middle East. You can't please everybody on immigration. Yeah. You can't please everybody on climate or student forgiveness. You, it's not possible. And I, what I get so mad about, and Mehdi Hassan will post something, well, you're not making these people happy. Well, if he makes those people happy, he'll make the other people <laughs> yeah. angry. You can't get what you want. We're not children. Yeah. We have to vote you for try the best sometimes chance. To get what you need? Pardon me? Should you try sometimes to get what you need? Yeah, yeah. you should try sometime to get yeah. what you need. Um, but that's what's nobody's an adult. Listen, yeah. the Biden campaign, love it, hate it, all its imperfections. There's two choices. Right. Biden is demonstrably a better choice than Trump. I'm sorry a right. third party can't win, and, but that's life. Yeah. That's reality. And Carlos, I don't know how you're feeling. Obviously, it was a great decision yesterday, the immunity decision. Again, a lot of experts think Supreme Court will not take it. But this is just a stomach-churning, sphincter-clenching <laughs> period in our history where we yeah. have to go, but they might. They might give them enough of a delay. And, you know, like, there might be enough, you know, Russian effery in the election that did just, you know, Trump slips in again, and you're like, then we have a convicted felon and traitor. I mean, what happens, by the way, if then the, I mean, I don't, I don't even want to, if all these trials do happen, do you know what I mean? He's convicted, like none of this, this is what, you're right, these lemmings have stuck themselves with, this guy. These are guys that would pretend that, like, if I had a time machine, I would go back and stop Hitler. Well, we have the time machine, <laughs> you're in it, right. you're in, they're there, right. so own up to that. And some people have gotten out of the cult. Who is this? Former White Trump White House communications official Alyssa Farah Griffin uh, just said uh, she's torn to Republicans in Congress. She said, start with the power the president still wields over Republicans, even Republicans who have criticized his stance on immigration before. What's the backup plan? Is it to wait 350 days and hope Trump is inaugurated as president? And you've been critical on this, the stronghold he has on this. Um, Griffin said, it's nothing like I've seen in my political lifetime. Lawmakers are scared of him. She said, let me put it this way. This bill would never have gotten to the floor in a John Boehner house. This is a very conservative bill negotiated by James Langford, one of the most conservative members of the Senate. This is inarguably a win for people who want border security. I'm frankly surprised Democrats are willing to go as far as they are. Uh, But Trump cannot give a win to Joe Biden. And there it is. And it's out there for everybody to see. And I'm glad that Biden... You know, so I'm taking this to the American people. They're the ones stopping this. 
Yeah, and, he, and, and again, this orange dictator got so twisted up on himself that he couldn't take credit for a vaccine that wasn't perfect, but actually did its job in stopping a deadly virus from spreading too quickly. He has to lie so much that he can't take credit for anything halfway decent that he's done. Now, as someone yeah. said, like his anti-vax followers, he has no immunity. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Biden what? is trying his best. He's trying his moral intellectual best to navigate through such psychotic waters and no president has been blockaded as much as he does even obama who didn't get a supreme court justice 293 days out from the end of his presidency yeah. it's even more so with biden he's he's yeah. doing an amazing job he is he is with I, just a hell congress I read ron Klain's tweet he just goes down everything biden has gotten done it is extraordinary on the economy and legislatively with with such super thin majorities i mean i i it's i don't even know what to say you know i mean that's the one and again i know we can get stuck on one number in one poll but that you know trump is 25 point or 20 points ahead of biden on who would handle the economy better he friggin' lost 22 million jobs and <laughs> handed Biden a recession. Biden has cut the unemployment rate in less than half. Like, what? in what universe? In the universe where you can control the media, right? Where the Elon yeah. Musk's of the world can buy a company like Twitter and just allow, allow bots and only right-wing voices to go on. I notice that my Instagram becomes more right-wing every day. Yeah. And so that's how you control it. You know, you control information and talk about that's the definition of fascism. Yep. 47 minutes after the hour, back with the remaining moments of coffee with Carlos Alzraki on The Stephanie Miller Show. Family. Yes, family. It's The Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Dressed in yellow, she says hello. Come sit next to me, you fine fellow. You run over there without a second to lose. And what comes next? Hey, bust the move. What? Speaker God Warrior has said um, yesterday was a setback. Uh huh. But democracy's messy. Yeah, that's what it's weird. Today. Wasn't that messy when uh, Nancy Pelosi was in charge? Nope. She seemed to be able to. Uh, what's the word, Chris? Count. Yeah. Uh, yep. Right then. Um, so, uh, but uh, you saw that uh, Trump said he would debate Biden. Yeah. Uh, they were saying on CNN he should Trump or Biden should call his bluff Absolutely. and immediately say okay, because uh, he said he would like to debate uh, Biden immediately. Uh, yes, please. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. His mental decline is so obvious. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I was, Joe's always had a stuttering problem. No, no, no. That comes right, off as his, I'm talking about problem. Trump's mental decline. I was watching Biden yesterday, and I'm yep. like, what, this media storyline is so ridiculous. He does not seem old to me no. at all. He doesn't seem decrepit. He doesn't. He's, he seems sharp as a tack for yep. his age. Yep. He doesn't. I mean, you know, does he sound like he was when he was sixty? Of course not. It reminds no, me. I always, always loved Kathleen Turner. She one interview said, "I don't look like I did when I was twenty. Get over it." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and Joe has always had the problem with stuttering, and it yeah. makes it appear that he's like dawdling, and he's not. He's trying to form the words. That's just part of the ongoing yeah. uh, issue with dealing with the stutter yeah but i mean trump is just oh my god and, and i'm sure as usual i'm sure he's lying about that he'll debate oh, yeah. you know um <clears throat> by the way there were a lot of loud noises yesterday apparently even in the senate loud noises! Uh, fox news reports screaming from behind closed doors in the senate mm-hmm. very yeah. our most deliberative body mm. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah the republicans have a cancer it's a giant tumor named trump and if they they would just see that just get rid of the tumor and it, throw it, is, it, the trash, it is a tumor. It, it is a tumor. Dump it over the edge and let's go. It is a tumor of every kind. He's a tumor. Yeah. It is a tumor. It is a tumor. We should consider this divorce. 
Okay. Uh, wow, I speaking of movies, you said during the break, you're like, really, God? Apollo Creed? I mean, really? Really? You had a choice, and you, ch- and you did Carl. Really? Okay, thanks, God. Really? Way to go. Yeah. You know what? Ain't going to be no rematch, God. You know what? Ain't going to be no you. rematch. Done with you. Um, by the way, even Steve Ducey said to a Republican, so are Republicans going to say that the Border Patrol Union and the acting CBP uh, chief are wrong? Uh, yes. Yes, they went against, you know, Chamber of Commerce, every, you know, person that's normally Trumpy. But you're right. This is a cult. They listen to one guy. That's it. Yep. And you got Elon Musk chiming in. He's obviously not talking about Cubans or South Africans or Swedes or Australians. It's all xenophobic. It's like the dark brown guys coming through the dark brown place. What about all the illegal immigrants from everywhere? They're not sending us their best, Sweden or or Norway. (laughs) Yeah, they're. Hey, they're. Um, yeah, the Wall Street Journal wrote, if Republicans reject this bill, they'll hound Democrats an argument that the GOP wants border chaos that they can exploit as a campaign issue. The chaos will continue for at least another year. Republicans may think they can write a better law if Trump wins in November, but don't count on it. Democrats uh, will again say, well, look, uh, y- you know, Democrats can again obviously take back this issue. It's just mm-hmm. it's dumb politically and every other way. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the theater of what gets the most clicks and hits instead of proper governance you know mm-hmm. and we and, and we believe compromat like lindsey graham hot tub underage i didn't think Donkey those photos would ever surface mm. <laughs> i was just racking balls so the sun okay. came up okay <laughs> So, I, I, I believe Frank Flaguzzi mentioned this, but a Tennessee man who the FBI said was planning to join a border-focused militia, yeah, this is very deadly, uh-huh. and set off explosives and fire sniper rounds at the U.S.-Mexico border was arrested this Monday. Uh, agents conducted an undercover operation where he t- uh, where this guy told them, the patriots are going to rise up because we're being invaded, we're being invaded. Uh, he told an undercover agent he was coordinating with militia groups from Kentucky, Georgia, all the dealies, uh-huh. uh, Georgia, yeah. North Carolina, and Tennessee, and his job as a militia member was to act as a sniper. I mean, as Frank says, we're going to see more and more of this right-wing-inspired violence. I mean, Can I this is almost the whole manifesto that... of the El Paso shooter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Can I ahead. guess maybe he was white? I'm just going to guess. Yes. Yes, you are correct. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. He looked like a yeah, member yeah, of, yeah, Meal, of Meal Team a, 6, <laughs> of the Gravy it's a Seals. macro macrocosm or microcosm of trump's speech on january 6th get violent you're not going to take it by just being nice you're gonna have to take it by force trial by combat it's all this you're ginning up people with weapons to go and do stupid things also he can pay his debts and not go to jail it's all about him not going to jail you're doing it for him yeah um, wow, this is uh, our final Big Bag of Rats story for today. Mutiny, far-right Republican senators start to give McConnell the McCarthy treatment. Oh, dear. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, yes, the far-right uh, faction of the conference are calling for his ouster, including one longtime GOP senator who said we need new leadership now. Uh, one reporter called it a mutiny uh, over this whole, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, border deal. Mm-hmm. Fight, fight, yep. fight. Big bag of rats. And turtles in this case. Big A turtle in the big bag of rats. The rat stole his lettuce and he'll starve to death. Serves him right. Can I just say we love us some Jim McGovern? Uh, he uh, traded barbs with Marjorie Taylor Greene on X. Uh, McGovern said the clowns are running the circus. We're wasting time on Mayorkas. Marjorie Taylor Greene wants to impeach someone. Don't get me started on her absurd censure revolu- resolution of Congressman Omar. Um, 
Green said, wow, this is coming from the same guy who's well-known to lay his suit jacket on the actual bathroom floor while spending a lot of time in the stall of the first floor bathroom in the Capitol. What? That's probably when he comes up with, and then he, she did a poop emoji. McGovern said, no idea what you're talking about. What are you doing in the men's room? Aren't you late for a Klan meeting? <laughs> oh, come on. Yes. Come on. McGovern wins that round. Yes, he did. Yep. I'm trying right to imagine my dad tweeting a poop emoji. She clacked right into it with her cloven hooves. Yep. Clack, 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 clack. Oops, fell into a punchline. <laughs> Love you, Carlos. That was Rocky. We've linked to Love everything, Carlos, on, uh, on our uh, socials. Love February you. 12th. Rock, paper, scissors. For Yes.